you. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's Thoroughbred Racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. It is a New Year's Eve edition of Racing HQ, Saturday, 31st of December, 2022. A very good morning to you. If you might be listening or watching right around Australia, of course, we are on the wireless. Just find your find your right channel there. And uh, over the course of the next five hours, we have a lot to get through. A stack of holiday racing uh, today and tomorrow. So, of course, Sky Sports Radio, if you have uh, the TV handy, Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing 1 for a, uh, a little while. And also, download the Tab app is a good way to go about it. Good morning. Hope you're having a, uh, a good little break, if that's what's happening at the moment. Plenty of uh, down tools with businesses around the country and uh, chilling and relaxing uh, over this time. And uh, it's all about Ramwick today. It's a beautiful Sydney morning. It's uh, it's. Bit, it's warm, which is good. It wasn't quite that way yesterday around Sydney, I didn't think. But uh, it's a lovely, warm morning and uh, a good 10-race program. A bit of a shower came through last night at about 10 o'clock. Don't know there's a whole lot in it, but just uh, settle the dust there at Ramwick and not too bad a thing, I wouldn't have thought. So Ramwick are racing today. Uh, Gosford, they can expect a pretty big crowd there at Gosford, the, the, the traditional uh, New Year's Eve program at Gosford. They hold centre stage for the provincial meeting today. Steve Scollard will join us shortly, but that's that's always a big meeting at Gosford on New Year's Eve. Plenty of holiday makers uh, get there. Nara and Gilgandra are also racing today. Uh, what about Queensland? Big day of racing from Doomben. Uh, a number of stakes races there as the as the Magi Millions Carnival uh, is almost upon us just a couple of weeks away now. And Toowoomba this evening. What about the King of the Mountain? They race for $750,000 later on this evening. We've got a track report uh, for Toowoomba just after the, uh, the the Doomben form with Maxi or around that time. So it's all about Toowoomba this evening with the inaugural running at the King of the Mountain. Won't it be hard to get into a pub or a nightclub in Toowoomba this evening? Uh, the Valley are racing today. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter, the boys will join us after 9 o'clock for a, a good look at the Valley and also Morphabill Racing in South Australia. Ray Thomas joins us uh, just after 7 o'clock and uh, Ray has a, a good guest list here as he got there. Sh- uh, Cherie Curtis for a chat. James Ponsonby. John Thompson with a good hand at the home track today. Bryce Hayes settles up a couple of good chances. Craig Carmody, Joe Pride before 7 o'clock. Danielle Syatt will join us for a chat about the highway horses. And if she's not too busy with the horses, we'll try and have a ch- uh, chat with Kristen Buchanan, who will have the midway favourite. So trying to have all of these races um, covered off today, if we can. We'll have the form talk. Anthony Manton is... Um, been right amongst the Sydney form of late and Anthony is joined of course by Munns and Ray Thomas uh, for the Sydney form. Dean and Mark with the Melbourne form. Michael Maxworthy, Doom and Gary Harley with Gosford. And behind the gates Darren Flindell hurls them herself. So we are a man down for behind the gates but we'll we'll flick that text line out a little later in the show. Um, I did throw a, a, a tweet out, a poll on Twitter for, uh, for the fourth Multi horse, and it's it's a, it's a three way go here. Um, 
you can jump on to Hainsey 75 and vote if you like. There's almost 100 votes there now, but there's uh, there are four horses there. Three of those horses, it is a dead set three-way go at the moment. The, uh, the poll will close in an hour, and there's literally nothing between three horses to fill that fourth spot in the multi. I know you all love the Debordley quiz. Paul Lambrizzoli at 11 o'clock, a chance to win some New Year's Eve wine. And Peter Ellis with the Adelaide form at around 10 past 11 this morning. Let's, after all that, get to Ramwick. He's been a busy boy of late. I speak of Dave Morris and he joins us on a Saturday morning. Hello, David. Richard, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. How's Ramwick handling things? A, a pretty hectic schedule lately. It has been, it has been, but I think it's been pretty successful and the crew's been working hard around this holiday period, um, but it's good to get to this uh, New Year's Eve meeting, and we're in pretty good shape for the morning. What rating are we going up for the New Year's Eve meeting? Oh, we're going to go a good four this morning. We had a uh, Peno of 5.20, uh, going stick of 9.7, and a shear of 12.3. We only had... Um, I was expecting a few more showers overnight. They were predicted the, there was little storm cells coming off the coast but uh, we only got 0.2, uh, which was good. So um, we've, we've left it a four this morning. It's improved a little bit from yesterday afternoon. It was a heavy, pretty heavy fog this morning. So there was a heavy dew on the track um, when a couple of horses went round this morning. What was the assessment from those riders? What did they, what did they come back and tell you? Oh, we had Peter Robel and Andrew Atkins. I talked to Peter Robel. He thought it was... He thought it was just a five and thought it would go to a four um, pretty early on. But uh, I was saying to him, I think because of the heavy heavy dew on the track, I think he felt it was a bit wetter than what it was. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at the radar now. There looked to be maybe the odd little shower or two off the coast. What, what are you expecting? It's a, it's a lovely warm, warm morning. It's, it's, it's warm in that it sort of feels like it, it could rain, but what's your radar saying? Yeah, well, I just had a look at it, actually, and in total it says we could get 0.9. So we're not going to get much, and the track will handle that easy. Um, but knowing Ramwick and the coast, you could get nothing. wonder what kind of crowd you get. I, sort of, I wasn't at the track on uh, Boxing Day, David. It, lo it looked like it was just pumping down there. Oh, Boxing Day was fantastic. There was a really big crowd. It was like uh, one of the Boxing Days of the past, uh, it was really exciting to see the big crowd there um, for the Boxing Day meeting. So I'm not I'm not sure about uh, what sort of crowd we get today, but people should come out because it's going to be a fantastic day's racing. And yeah, the day looks good so far. Good man, appreciate the, uh, appreciate the update, Dave, and good luck with that meeting today. It's a it's a beauty on paper, and lots of uh, lots of owners and connections get their chance late in 2022 to to pick up some nice prize money. Yeah, thanks, Richard, and all the best for the new year. And I know um, Michael, if he was here, he'd uh, be saying uh, the same thing to you. And uh, thanks for your support and all the best in the new year to you and the team. Good man. Speak soon. 
See you later. Bye. David Morrison there, yeah. Happy New Year to to all the crew there at Ramwick that um, that, that keep this track in, in great order to race. A little renovation in recent times, but been a bit of a workload for Ramwick lately, and they are on again today. Um, you talk about decent crowds at Ramwick in recent times. I'm tipping Gosford uh, have a fair crowd today for their provincial program. Steve Scholar joins us. Steve, a very happy New Year to you. How's Gosford this morning? Um, a little bit overcast and cloudy, but uh, no, not too bad. It's, hopefully this cloud just burns off and uh, we get a nice day, about 26 degrees there tipping, so, which is good. It's not too hot, so it'll be yeah, comfortable here if you're at the races. What's your rating going to be today? Mate, I've got it as a soft five currently. Um, we raced on Wednesday and I irrigated after that meeting. Then we got eight millimetres of rain uh, yesterday, like Thursday night into yesterday morning. Um, which wasn't forecast. So, you know, it's just got a little bit of cut in it. It's a five. If the sun comes out and we get a bit of heat, you know, up to that 26, you know, it may, we may get an upgrade. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it's in good condition. We're racing on the same pad as we did on Wednesday. They did minimal damage on Bill of the Turf Day, which is which was a good day of, and a good day of racing here at Gosford. And hopefully we'll have the same today. Okay. Um I dare say, stack of holiday makers around the place. They might think, "What do we do today? We'll get down <laughs> yeah, to Gosford because it's a lot of fun." Mate, it is. It is. There's a lot on. There's kids entertainment out the area, out in the middle for the young for families. Uh, it's free entry for local residents, but I think you only got to say you live here, whether you're living here for a week <laughs> or you've lived here for forty years. I don't know. I don't think it matters. <laughs> yeah, I know place. the place really well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's basically free entry for people who turn up. So, you know, and it is one of our biggest. Um, crowd days because the local area then go down, they've got the Mariners kicking off at I think 6 o'clock or 6.30, followed by fireworks down there on Brisbane Waters a little bit later in the evening, you know so it it, it is a big sort of family day, it becomes a big family precinct area, right from the race course right down to the stadium and the, the foreshores there Okay, unreal, so we go, we go with a soft five to start the day, Steve yeah, mate, yeah. Look, I said, I'm very hopeful this, this cloud cover just burns off. Um, and mate, But the track's itching good, Nick. And, yeah, look, hopefully with favourable conditions, you know, we do get a little bit of improvement in it. But either good way, man. it'll race well, I think. Good, man. Happy New Year. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing how that meeting goes today. It'll be a beauty. No problem, mate, Richard. All the best to you too, mate. Bye. Good on you. Steve Scholar, always up for a chat about... That Gosford track, so a soft five at Gosford. That's just beautiful. That you imagine that cloud burns away, and uh, a lovely day up at uh, up there at Gosford, and they should get a very healthy crowd. Uh, what about the racing in Queensland at the moment? Dooman today, Toowoomba for the King of the Mountain this evening. So before, we'll chase up the uh, the Toowoomba tra- uh, track manager around about 9.30ish or around that time and uh, see the see what conditions are like for the big meeting at Toowoomba tonight. But let's uh, talk about Dooman for today. Great program. Ross Smith, good morning to you, Ross. Richard, how are you? Really well, really well. This is... Um, I mean, this is quality across the board up your way today. Yeah, yeah, no, last few weeks have been all good racing up here. What, um, what's the week been like and, and what rating are we going up? Yeah, we've got an overcast day this morning. We missed the rain again yesterday. There's a big shower went around town just before and we missed it. So we only had a mil and a half of rain yesterday. We had forecasted six originally, so I've gone to a good four this morning. Um, the cloud's supposed to burn off to a fine day. 
according to the Bureau. So we'll just see what happens there. How's the track handling everything? I mean, um, it's there's never a quiet time of year, but you're happy with the way the track presents? Yeah, the track raced real well last week. We were, we were in close. We came out to four metres this week um, just to get off the damage from inside. And, yeah, good cover of grass. Um, should race well again today. Okay. Good on you, Ross. Appreciate the chat. Great program up your way, and uh, you hope that meeting goes well for you. Thanks, Richard. Having a new year to you. Yeah, happy new year to you as well. Good man. He's always on for a chat there. Ross Smith, the Dooman preview, uh, the Dooman track report. Michael Maxworthy, he's done the form. And Maxie with us uh, at a bit after 9.30 this morning for the Dooman preview. As we go around the grounds here on Racing HQ Saturday, great to have you with us uh, wherever you uh, might be listening or watching. Let's head to Melbourne where there's a well, good racing down there today. That uh, Vobus Gold Carrot worth some nice uh, nice money and uh, good money across the board at the Valley. Marty Sinan on the line for a chat. Good morning, Marty. Morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, how's Melbourne looking this morning? A little bit overcast, but we are forecast for a pretty warm and humid day, a uh, cup of 29. So with that, um, I'll put up a good four this morning. They're going to stick a 9.1. Rail staying in the two-metre position, same as last week. I didn't put on any water last night. Our moisture levels were quite high in the track, but with that, we have put 63 mil on for the week. Okay. Sound happy enough with the way things are? Yeah, without doubt. There's a little bit of marking all the way around, but that shouldn't impact racing too much. It's like we've had a fair bit of racing here, so there's like marking right across the track. But um, yeah, it should be a good day's racing. We had a good day last week, so I expected the race very similar. Okay. Good man. We'll let you go. Happy New Year. Thanks for chatting. Yes. Same to you, Richard. See you, mate. Good on you, Marty. Sign in there for a chat. Mooney Valley uh, are racing today. Sounds like uh, conditions are in good shape at the Valley. If you want to have a bet down there, um, a good four at the Valley. And Dean Lester, Mark Hunter, the boys will join us after nine o'clock for their tips and selections for the good day of racing. Brody Nixon has a couple of trialers there. Whether we get a hold of Brody um, after after our next break, we will see. But a couple of horses uh, for uh, for Brody will bring you out of the trials. Craig Hall is joining us for a chat about all things Adelaide racing today. G'day, Craig. Good morning. I think we spoke to your team on uh, on Saturday or Boxing Day and you were getting up to around 38 degrees, which is a little unpleasant. What's uh, what's it like in Adelaide today? It's uh, quite nice here at the moment, nice and calm. It's about 15 degrees at the moment, so we're going to get up to 30 today. So we've uh, put on 39 mils of irrigation for the week and 7 mils in the last 24 hours. So we're on a good four with a penalty of 5.5. And, uh, we put, left the rail in the same position from Boxing Day. So it pulled up real good. So uh, we've just left the rail there. Okay, so the track in good order, it sounds like. Yeah, no, looking real good at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Very good. We might uh, we might let you go. Get back on with your morning uh, there, Craig. Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you very much. There's uh, Craig Hall and a good four for Adelaide Racing today. So uh, just repeating all those details, Ranwick is a good four with a penetrometer of 5.2. Gosford, Steve puts up a soft five, every bit of improving to a good four. Dooman's a good four. Mooney Valley's a good four. And Morpherville is a good four. Gee, far cry from six or seven months ago when we were dealing with heavy eight, nines and tens all around the place. Um, I know certainly parts of New South Wales um, uh, are going to be affected by flooding today around the place as well. So thoughts with those. 
lots of horse people around the state that have um, have done it tough in recent times. You, I mean, Gary Harley um, will elaborate when he's driving up through the Hunter, and those in the Hunter will tell us that they need some rain up that way as well, where other parts of the state just need the rain to subside and flooding affecting places around the state at the moment. Our thoughts every bit with those people. A quarter to seven, a quarter to six, if you happen to be with us in Queensland this morning. We'll take a break on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, Brody Nixon has a couple of trial horses he's picked out uh, for a couple of meetings today. Danielle Seib and Kristen Buchanan will also give us the latest on their runners at Ramwick today. Break and back with more. Zusane, the best son of champion sire Zustar. A Group 2 winner and Group 1 placed at 2. But it's Zusane. Zusane by two lengths on the line. Runner-up in the Group 1 Golden Rose and Coolmore Stud Stakes at 3. Zusane coming at them. Sunlight Lafilly at the 50 just in front. Zusane coming at her. Zusane, the most represented first crop sire at Magic Millions in 2023. And the Zustar cult's been too good. Zusane, the dynasty continues. Wooden Stud. Lalo, what's in the box? That's a new 75-inch TV, Mum. No, that box. That's an espresso coffee machine. No, not that one. Mum, there are so many boxes. It's our biggest Bingley Boxing Day sale ever. Boxing, get it? No. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide, from kitchen and laundry, TVs and tech, health and fitness. Yes, it's really big, but what's in the box you're holding? That's my lunch. That's really big too. The Bingley Boxing Day sale, on now. Bingley, better living every day. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Betfix odds on all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on a massive 28 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Can't wait to get on the course? Before you do, get into Drummond Golf for our biggest ever Boxing Day sale. With huge savings like a Triumph Voyager Plus Black Buggy, just 198 Pick up a Callaway Maverick Driver for just 459 12-pack of TaylorMade V3 Balls, just $19.95. Get a minimum 20% off all apparel. And there are more savings in store and online so don't miss our biggest ever boxing day sale on now at drummond golf racing hq brought to you by tab for racing on tab download the new tab app and hq insurance be sure insure with hq gamble responsibly call gamblers help 1-800-858-858 welcome back to the show wherever you might be listening great to have you with us holiday racing are all around the place Today and tomorrow, of course, we're off to uh, Canterbury in Sydney tomorrow for the Canterbury Sprint, uh, a twilighter out there tomorrow. So looking forward to joining Luke Marlow and uh, pretty sure Mitch Manners has the calling duties there amongst uh, the team there at Canterbury. So Ramwick all up Canterbury tomorrow. A lot of racing around the place. Now, Brody Nixon uh, has a couple of trial horses he wanted to, uh, to share with you. The first of those, geez, what price is she? Good odds. She's in race nine, tap number 14, Mon Felicity. $31 at the moment. Regan Bayless, he's a man in form, Regan, and, and David Payne trains first up at the mile, but when you see David Payne beside their name and you 
and, and you know, you're sort of not too perturbed about horses resuming at the mile when it's um, when it's David. You're not too worried about a lot of trainers, to be fair. But she's had a recent race to a trial. She cruised up there behind Field Weary and looked pretty good. Look, she is a mare that we know probably hits the straps over that you know, that 2,000 metres, and she was placed at 2,400 metres, but she's won first up in the past. So she is uh, first up here at the mile, and she is the first of the trialers there for Brody. So we're, he's gone a little wide here, $31 chance, race nine, number 14, Mon Felicity, and if she gets up, that does indeed get Brody Nixon a promo around this station somewhere, I would have thought. And going to the second of his trialers, we're going to go to Gosford and uh, race to number seven, Luna Volonti. Uh, a really good trial following a, a good uh, first campaign, says Brody. So race, uh, race to number seven. Currently a dollar eighty fixed with the tab. Nathan Doyle, Ashley Morgan, Barrier One. It's a fair recipe for success. So we'll hear from Gary Harley. He's done the form there and see where Gaz puts number seven Luna Volonti. Uh, but race two number seven Luna Volonti. So she's a dollar eighty. Monfelicity is a lazy thirty-one dollars. Brody Nixon going far and wide, uh, not far and wide, but <laughs> far and wide uh, reprices there with his two trial horses, uh, race nine, number 14, Mont Felicity, big odds, and race two at Gosford, number seven, Luna Volante. They are the trialers for today. Uh, that king of the mountain this evening is at 8.30 out of Toowoomba. Uh, 8.30, uh, 750000 dollars they're racing for good field. Some big Queensland names uh, are racing up there. How far is it? Twelve hundred meters. Uh, so um, it's a really good program and we'll get a track report for Toowoomba a little later in the program. Let's welcome in our next, uh, not our next, I said that the other day, it's actually our first guest this morning and she's always keen to come on for a chat and has had a pretty good run in recent times. I speak of Danielle Saib. Danielle, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Really well, thank you. Amaranth, Namid, Smoke Show, they've all been able to get the job done for their connections over the festive period. Some horses racing very well for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, a couple of nice horses coming through the ranks. Um, you know, made that a little bit easier when you're given nice quality horses um, as, as Smoke Show and Amaranth and, and the mids when we purchased ourselves from the yearling sales and, and took her along nicely and good to get a debut with us. I suppose the the idea with, with with these horses, I mean, is the is it sort of right? We we had this kind of horse, and we look at a highway for a start. What's what's your thought process with these emerging horses? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's you know where you always want to want to be heading if you've got the horse. It's the bill. Um, you know, it's great exposure for myself. It's great for the horses. Uh, good prize money, and, and the owners really enjoy it. They love heading down on a Saturday and seeing the horses go around in the big smoke. So um, we do. We just um, pick them along, and, and when we think they're ready, we try not to take them down too soon. But at the same time, you, you know, you don't want to um, cut your nose off and spite your face if you think that they can win a couple of them. So just about finding the right races, and, and when you think that they're ready, it's obviously um, they're big fields usually and, and high-pressure races. Well, you are coming to Ramwick today with two runners in the highway. It's race two this afternoon. I just look at this tab market and I see 
tab number four, King of Spades at $7. I see Blood River at $12. The equal favourites are both the Cam Crockett's at $5. So another nice open highway and looks like you're coming to town with, with two certainly live chances with these horses. Yeah, they're both um, both nice horses. Uh, stage obviously is, is doing a terrific job last operation, um, running very consistently and just always um, finding a, maybe a little bit of bad luck and then finding one just a little bit better on the day. So hopefully um, today, if you fresh off a off a couple of um, couple of weeks in the paddock and back to the fourteen hundred with informant apprentice Jack Lloyd on um, right down in the weight. So. He, he probably won't know himself carrying 54 and a half kilos and he's, he's honest in game and should have put himself very well. Where um, does King of King of Space get to from this gate? I'll just, just leave it up to Zach, I think. Um, okay. You know, the speed maps and highways are always difficult to ascertain, so he um, doesn't need any instructions from me. He's riding in perfect form, so... I'll just, just be leaving it up to him, see how things pan out. Um, the other fellow, Blood River, he brings um, very strong form to the race. Um, albeit in the country and he's untried in Tab Highway form. Uh, he, the whole key, he knocked off at Canberra there last start. He's gone on to win two in a row there. So um, he's a horse that's very high on confidence and uh, he should have put himself well as well. Um, champion thoroughbreds have become nice supporters of the stable and you do have one of their stalwarts uh, running at Canterbury tomorrow or certainly accepted for the Canterbury Sprint Southern Lad, Barrier 1 Alicia Collett be nice to knock off a, a, a good race like this on, on New Year's Day and Southern Lad on his day is pretty capable Yeah, exactly he's been played by shocking barriers um, since I've had him he's had the four runs and hasn't gone inside uh, seven or eight or so, um, which makes it difficult in a, a racing pattern where he probably just likes to have a bit of a stuck run midfield there and be able to be produced late. He's just been getting too far back out of his ground or, or working hard out wide. So it'd um, be great to see him hopefully pogge up nicely off of barrier one and his form is very terrific. Um, albeit, you know, he, he meets another very strong field. Uh, he is right down in the weight for the first time and, and um, it maps well for him to put in a good performance. And at Guy tomorrow, Danielle, it looks like in race four you saddle up a horse named Do This All Day. Having a second run for you, any prospects with this horse tomorrow? Yeah, he's um, he's a, a, a staying type uh, but ran well there first up. We elected to have the blinkers off first run, but um, they'll go back on tomorrow and he should be acquit himself very well. His um, owners are very excited to head down the gun guy and try to kick off a, a little country cup there with him, so um, we were expecting to go well. Especially with um, Hannah Williams on board, she's just shifted across to me um, and I'm riding in really great form, so exciting tomorrow. I'm That'll be the Adelon Cup there tomorrow. Gundagai race for number one. Uh, Danielle, good to chat. Team is ticking along nicely, as you say. Just that, just a young emerging horse you just you want through the stable. Well, that's not that's not to um, have anything against the older horses. They're so important to, to keep things ticking over. But looks like there's a bit coming through, and it's it's always good to chat on race morning. Good luck today. Thank you, Richard. Thanks so much.
Good on you, Danielle Saib. She's always up for a chat here on Racing HQ Saturday. And um, uh, we talked to her because the horses are racing in good heart. And, you know, she's young trainer, getting going. And uh, her horses, you know, when they come to town, they invariably perform pretty well. So, um, yeah, King of Spades, race two, number four, King of Spades, is a, what, around about a was currently a $7 chance and Blood River is currently a $12 chance. Super Extreme $5. Indicative is at $5. So if you like the highway today, good luck. It's uh, an, an, an open market there. Okay, now Gabe Herbs is the track manager at Toowoomba and we've been able to get a hold of uh, Gabe nice and early on King of the Mountain Day. Gabe, a very good morning to you. How exciting is this for your track and the team? Oh, mate, we're, we're overwhelmed, to be honest. It's, yeah, it's great for the club. Um, I mean, you, you should get one hell of a crowd there this evening. It'll be a real party atmosphere, no doubt. Um, what a field that comes together for this race, Gabe. Yes, yes. Got some, yeah, good quality horses in this. It should be you know, a really great race. Really look forward to it. What rating are you going to put up with this track today? And is there any kind of a forecast around that, that might change that? No, well, currently overcast. We just had a light drizzle this morning, a little bit yesterday. But, yeah, track remains good for. It's just yeah, pretty much held. Genuine good for. They'll race well today. No pressure, is there, Gabe? A lot of the nation watching you this evening. Not that they wouldn't normally, but plenty, plenty will be watching. It's, uh, it's an exciting time yeah. for the club for sure. Oh, yes, yes. Like I said, yeah, it's really great for the club to have a you know, race of this magnitude. It's pretty good. Okay. Good, man. Look, we appreciate you coming on. We got you nice and early and uh, yeah. <laughs> have, to wait, have to wait a few hours. You have to, we have got you nice and early, but we appreciate you coming on. You will be um, – there'll be a real focal point this evening uh, on, on your race, I'm sure, and uh, a good four. Our Sydney and New South Wales listeners, they'll want to know. They'll want to have a bet on this race because it's, it's – you know, we know these horses. So, well, Gabe, we appreciate you coming on. No worries. Thanks, mate. Good on you. There is Gabe Earl. Uh, the Toowoomba track report uh, for you. A good four for King of the Mountain there this evening. And Robbie Dolan, he's going to do his very best Peter Garrett impression up there this evening, I'm led to believe. Uh, he, um, uh, he sets a high bar when Peter Garrett, but I'm sure Robbie Dolan is up for the challenge. Uh, Kristen Buchanan is there on the line for a chat with us. Uh, maybe, maybe between rides this morning. I don't know. Hello, Kristen. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, uh, I was going to say, how's your morning going? But I'm, I'm tipping it's busy after a couple of riders have uh, gone uh, astray. I, don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah, gone, gone astray. And, and the perils of riding track work and any kind of horse, you know, front and centre with your team at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Poor old uh, Ben and Brent. Both the boys are out of action. Ben's... Uh, Broke his leg, broke the neck of femur the other day. It's a pretty serious oh. break. It's going to take a while to recover from. And and Brent just bruised his toes, so we're all giving him a hard time. But <laughs> <laughs> he's glad to go to hospital. So um, yeah, we're a bit short, a bit short on the rider front this morning. So I'm I'm hopping on and off. Yeah, and a, and a big good morning to all of the track riders and staff around the place, around the tracks, because they do a, it's it can be a half an unsung job at times to get these horses fit and. We see accidents in races, and that's it's, it's no less tricky and dangerous at times on a track work morning. No, that's right. It's obviously 
a, a bit less intensity and, and not so many horses there, but a lot of the time you're educating young horses and, and teaching them what it's all about. And, yeah, there's definitely dangers involved and my team do a terrific job and unfortunately every now and then somebody gets hurt. Okay, well, let's hope a, a win for Oak, Oakfield Duke today makes everyone feel that bit better. First up, currently a pretty clear $3.70 favourite here. Kristen, how do you handle the pressure of settling up a favourite on race day? Because race five, uh, number two, Oakfield Duke is the favourite for the midway. How is he? <laughs> well, the first thing I do is I don't look at the market. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, no, look, look. He, he's a lovely horse. He's got a nice record behind him. I'm, I'm realistic about the fact that he's been placed in modest company previously, and that doesn't diminish my opinion of him. But you know, he, he last preparation he stepped out in maiden grade and then um, went went through his grades quite quickly. But it's a bit different when you're stepping out in the benchmark 72 against some well seasoned, good quality horses that that are in this race. But I am pleased to see a couple of scratchings um and a few more wouldn't hurt but look not that not that not that i'm concerned about other horses in the race but you know it's just it's all relative and he's first up he's only had the one trial um but he's fit and well and he's very genuine um i think you know he's drawn well he's got a, a good rider on board um you know at the end of the day but if i if he's fit enough i think he'd be right there and anyone can jump on Racing New South Wales and go back and have a look at that trial, Kristen. It was just, it was just beautiful, and um, you know, six stars, well, four it was wins. Well executed, no. well executed, wasn't it? <laughs> I know the, the trial gives you confidence, but there's there is a big difference between the, uh, you know trial situation and and race intensity, obviously. So, um, but but he ran he ran good times, pulled up really well from it, and his work since has been good. So look, I I go in feeling that. A lot of the boxes are ticked today, and, and yeah, hopefully we can come home with a winner. Is there a long-term plan with him? <sighs> we really just have gone... Literally, last prep was pretty much his first series preparation, so we don't... We haven't picked out anything specifically to target. We're just going one step at a time and letting him take his, you know, his next step. Bruce is very patient, and... Um, I think we experimented a little bit last time with trying to get him. We were thinking that he might be a horse with the tape to the four pillars, but I just think he's probably more a shorter course horse than that um, now. But we, we tested the water waters at the end of his preparation and um, found wanting at the end of, uh, you know, a, a good solid prep, though. Um, but we're going to stick to the shorter courses and just, just we'll just take one step at a time and see where he's up to. I think after today, I'll start getting more serious about about where we might head with him but certainly the brisbane winter carnival we like the wet track so mm. i think that might be you know if, if all goes well as this preparation we might ease up and then really target a couple of nice races there and he's just drawn that nice gate today as well he yeah, has got a lovely lovely draw and um yeah lovely draw nice distance for him um some decent speed on so he can get a nice running transit hopefully it all maps out like you'd like it to Good luck today, Christian. Uh, happy New Year to yourself and your team, and hopefully Oakfield Duke can can get the job done or at the very least run very well for you today. Thank you. I appreciate it.
Okay, Kristen Buchanan, yeah, between Ryan, she, she, she texted us just before coming on to, to say, uh, oh, I have to keep on riding, can we talk soon? But then she must have uh, been able to jump off a horse and, and talk to us. And we appreciate all the trainers and riders coming on this morning. It is race morning, there's plenty going on, but they give us their time and it's uh, always much appreciated. Four minutes past seven, Racing HQ Saturday, New Year's Eve around the place. We'll take a break on the other side. Ray Thomas will join us this morning. Morning, and he has a number of interviews to get through between now and 8 o'clock and hopefully a bit of a lead into a few winners with those interviews. A break and back with more. Microphone test one, two, off to the slipper for you. He's a star, Colt. He absolutely exploded for us in a gallop. He's built for speed. He's got that lovely, strong hindquarter. He's got a big motor and he's such a pleasure to ride. He jumps well, puts himself in a race. Got a great turn of foot. Microphone, champion two-year-old in an elite crop. His first yearlings are at the sales now. Can't wait to get on the course? Before you do, get into Drummond Golf for our biggest ever Boxing Day sale. With huge savings like a Triumph Voyager Plus Black Buggy, just 198 Pick up a Callaway Maverick Driver for just 459 12-pack of TaylorMade V3 Balls, just 1995 Get a minimum 20% off all apparel. And there are more savings in-store and online. So don't miss our biggest ever Boxing Day sale. On now at Drummond Golf. Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you use Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Packed with nutrients that will allow your yearling to continue to eat throughout the sale, Stress Paste ensures that they get the extra gut support they need. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at poseidonthoroughbred.com. That's poseidonthoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health. Powering performance from within. Experience the magic of the 2023 two-year-old Tab Calcutta Dinner, Thursday, January 12, hosted by myself, Dave Stanley and Emma Friedman. Gold Coast Turf Club will again present this spectacular evening leading into the two-year-old classic on Magic Millions Race Day. Enjoy a two-course meal and drinks with insights into the field from racing identities, followed by the exhilarating Calcutta auction conducted by Magic Millions. Can't make it? Pre-purchase tickets in the Calcutta draw are available online for just $20. Book now at gctc.com.au Racing HQ brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Uh, just had this poll running for our fourth behind the gates horse. Of course, Darren Flindell, he's selected a horse. Uh, Hurls has, and uh, so have I. We're just uh, asking the uh, the Twitterverse out there who they would like to have. And I'll tell you what, um, there is one of these horses on 29% of the vote. Another one has 28%, another one has 26 and then 17. It's a three-way go for the fourth horse. You have about 23 minutes to, to vote, and it's just at, um, at my handle there, Hainsey 75. And if you'd like to have your say as to who should be our fourth horse in the behind-the-gates multi, Anthony Manton just found out how brutal the behind-the-gates multi can be on Monday. Another three out of four legs. Um, Anthony said, oh, I'm happy to be with Morell. 
Of course, it wasn't quite Morel's day, and that can happen when the behind the gates multi looks simple. It's usually the complete opposite. Well, we'll go again today and uh, try and uh, nail that multi. Myself, Hurls, and Darren Flindell uh, after 10 o'clock. Busy schedule for our next uh, man to talk to, and he joins us for the interviews on New Year's Eve. Ray Thomas. Morning, Ray. Yeah, good morning, Rich, and good morning, everyone. Back to headquarters again today, Rich. The the rail out three metres from the, the Boxing Day meeting. No stakes races today, Rich, but as always, we've got um, so much to look forward to. The two-year-old race potentially heading towards a couple of these youngsters heading towards the Magic Millions. We've got the Magic Millions Guineas favourite, Garza Blanca, going around in race three. Um, Kieran Maher and David Eustace have a, a very strong strong team in today including Gaza Blanca and this boom import Kettle Hill who's part owned by the, the champion English trainer William Haggis and a lot of interest all day the Maroubra Mile probably the feature today and some horses also Jewel Nombrich is important a horse like Valmaster for instance in race eight also in tomorrow's Canterbury meeting so we'll be sweating on those scratchings at about 7.30 as well. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, there's a couple of uh, a couple of southerners coming up. I think uh, I'm pretty sure uh, an ain't no done deal. We're pretty mm. popular in the market as well today, Ray. Yeah, Anthony and Sam Friedman, um, they're regular visitors these days, aren't they? Trying to, they place their horses so well, and and uh, w- with those scratchings, ain't no done deal. Certainly does look very very hard to beat. It. That's in race seven. Uh, Matron Bullwinkle, one of Kieran Mars and David Eustace, they decide to stay in Melbourne. And, and that's the beauty of, of modern racing, isn't it? Rich, you can literally, for a trainer with their owners, find whatever that right race is. Travel's so accessible now and these horses zoom up and down the highway all the time. Absolutely. Let's welcome in our, our first guest after 7 o'clock and uh, the Lee and Cherie Curtis team, uh, well represented around the place at the moment. Cherie is joining us on a Saturday morning. Cherie, good morning. Morning, Rich. Morning, Ray. The, uh, how are the kids going with those Christmas presents? Are they sick of them yet or still buzzing around the no, place no. in the, in the Curtis household? The of <laughs> <laughs> well, don't they get plenty? It's crazy. Oh, I, don't, I, don't remember, I don't remember it being that way. No, I, I do. I do. So I'm just following my mother's footsteps. It's crazy. Well, Cherie, fortunately the stable's going well so you can afford all those Christmas presents. <laughs> but right. look, I'm only the one runner today, but... This is a mare, I think, gee, Richard, love to own a wooden your bar show deal missed. Every time she goes round, she picks up a cheque, invariably at big odds, and that's the case again today, Cherie, and I think she's going to be very competitive again. She always is, Ray. She's, um, they never find her in the market. Um, that doesn't bother us. You know, I've got a few owners there that don't mind a punt um, that are in her, so they just, um, they're happy with the 20s that they serve up, and... Um, that's okay. She's always very honest and consistent and uh, tries her best every start. So I'd love to own her too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've had her up for a while, Cherie, but uh, she is a gun because she was um, slogging through those heavy tracks during spring. Now the tracks have dried out. Her form has remained as consistent as ever. You gave her a little break after she she made King Frankel work at Warwick Farm. She's had the two runs in recent weeks. I dare say she's at her peak for this afternoon? Um, I'm hoping she'll peak in a fortnight. Um, that'll be up at Magic Millions in the uh, that 2200 metre sub-zero race. Um, that said, she's she's terrific today. Um, really happy with how she's been during the week. Um, 
in between runs, pulled up well, eats well, works great, you know, just a happy, very happy horse. And she's very versatile. She can be ridden almost anywhere in the field, Cherie. Yeah, look, I think last start, the, the pace just came out of the race. We didn't envisage that. Um, and then she was sort of stuck on the fence and that wasn't the place to be. And she battled on quite well. Um, I'm hoping there's a little bit more tempo today. I don't think it maps that way, but you never know what happens. Who knows? Um, and a few pairs back would be good. Yeah, exactly. Just looking at that race the other day when she ran fifth to Global Ausbred, whenever they break 34 for the last 600 in a 2,000 metre race, you know it's a bit of a sprint home. And so she did a good job just to finish within two and a half lengths of the winner. Yeah, I think so. We were, we were very happy with the run. Um, that was a benchmark 88. She comes back to a 78 today. Um, so it's a significant drop in, in um, benchmark ratings there. And um, she, she carries 55 and a half today, but she, she did race above her true weight last start as well so she, she comes in better at the weight Exactly, yeah. Well hopefully she'll we'll get to the Gold Coast for you but Abacha, do you'll miss for that Magic Me in Sub-Zero. Is Jean Darmory still heading for the Gold Coast? No, no, she, um, we just decided that we should tip her out after last start um, she, I think she did quite well this prep, she's put it all together uh, just that run at Rain, which she just didn't seem to be at her at her top um, and being a filly that we've got an opinion of, we just thought it'd be better just to, to tip her out and look after her and, and look at next prep and possibly a winter prep up in yeah. um, Queensland. Yeah, well, she did a good job winning those back-to-back -back races before that last start, fifth. Uh, Shri, look, congratulations on great year for you and Lee and all the very best in 2023. Thanks, Ray. You too. Good on you, Cherie. Thank you. Good luck today, uh, Lee and Cherie Curtis. Yeah, just uh, just the one run. They have the inequality amongst the norms at Warwick Farm on Wednesday. We're racing at Warwick Farm on Wednesday. Don't mind that inequality if uh, mm. you can find the right kind of form. And I, I suppose, Ray, you talk about Lee and Cherie. They'll, they'll get to the Gold Coast for that Magic Million start. Whether they you know, whether they partner up uh, with uh, Frank and Christine Cook to look mm. at a few yearlings, but they always come away from the Gold Coast with a a nice select number of young horses that they can go and um, go and win some nice races with. Yeah, they haven't got a huge team there at Rose Hill, but their strike rate's excellent. Had another winner during the week, Richard the Gosford Guineas, man with a horse called Saxon Fifth. And um, this Barcio Del Miss, as I said, you, you'd just love to be an owner because every time she goes around, she puts in. And, and she's a chance today, again at good odds, probably around about the $20 mark will get the latest odds from Glenn a little later but uh, she won't be far away that grey mare and a bit of synergy there if she can go to the Magic Me and Sub-Zero and run well there in a couple of weeks Yeah, absolutely uh, no doubt um, another another of our guests joining us this morning and I think he has a couple, he certainly has a couple of good hopes on the, on the home track today and that's John Thompson, good morning John. Morning um, Christmas period, racing New Year's, plenty happening around the place, but I suppose when it comes to a racing stable like yours, it is, it is business as usual. How's, uh, how's your team going there at the moment? Uh, they're going good, Rich. A um, couple of nice chances today, as you said. A um, little shower of rain yesterday morning. It's probably a good five at the moment. That'll improve through the day, but uh, that little bit of rain will help my horse's chances. Um, all, all three are going really well. 
Yeah, good morning, John. Compliments the season to you and your family. Um, the Maroubra Mile today, just the eight runners. You saddle up two of them at the top of the weights there. Jojo was a man in purple sector. I guess it's unfortunate they have to clash, John, but they've got different owners, and this is a very suitable race for both horses. Yeah, there wasn't any other options for them, so they mm. both have to run, but they're both well-placed in this field, so... Um, Jojo won well last week. Everything went to plan, and uh, he'd been, been building to that. And uh, I think he'll back up well. He's, he's a horse that does very well. Uh, those sort of horses, as a rule, do back up well. Um, yeah, has Mr. Beat, looks well. And uh, Purple Sector, he's been consistent all preparation, hasn't won, but uh, the form around him is pretty good. He's run second to a few handy horses, and, uh, you know, he's, he's held his form well. and runs have been a bit spaced and uh, that, that that rain that we got yesterday will definitely help him. Exactly. Uh, John, for our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers, they were just watching a replay of Jojo Was a Man's win as you were talking last week. In the end, it was a fairly soft win, so no issue for you backing him up today. No, well, he got the gun run. You know, he just, uh, he began well and put himself in the right spot and got the split at the right time and uh, it was it was pretty comfortable but um, you know he's uh, he's done really well this week and as, as you said not a big field today so hopefully doesn't get into too much trouble and uh, he can get the job done again uh, Purple Sector back out to a mile which is probably his ideal trip and as you mentioned John although he hasn't won this prep geez run some good races against some top horses he was a close second to top rank the Epsom winner he ran second to Diamil who subsequently won a summer cup he wasn't beaten far in the gong behind Riadini and last start at 1400 he was competitive but back out to the mile today that's that's his that's the key for him yeah, 1,400 didn't suit the other day, but we didn't have any other options for him. We just had to run there to get to this. Uh, but back to a mile on his home track, he goes very well at Randwick. Uh, runs best here. And, um, yeah, it's a nice race for him. Nash going back on is a big plus as well. Did you see Nash's ride in the last at Gosford during the week, John? I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's typical of Nash. <laughs> uh, it was one of the rides of the year, if not the ride of the year, on a horse called Late night tough guy and for any of our listeners who haven't had a chance just go back and watch the replay it was it was stunning but you'll probably need nash at his best again john for with your blessing in the last there's been a couple of scratchings but he's still got that awkward draw to contend with yeah look that's that is a the worry with him the horse is super it couldn't be going any better um but uh yeah just nash is gonna have to weave a bit of magic to overcome the wide draw but I personally think he goes a bit better, ridden a little bit quieter. Um, but uh, I'll leave it up to Nash. You know, he knows the horse. He's trialled him. He's ridden him a lot in track work. Rode him here on Tuesday and, and got off with a, a fair bit of confidence for today. So, uh, yeah, just needs a bit of luck, a bit of speed on. What, what's been the, the key to this horse, John? Is it just maturity? Because this prep, he's really put it together. You could almost argue he should have won all three races and he's coming off that pretty dominant win there at Randwick just before Christmas. Yeah, he's always been a promising horse. We give him a good spell and he's, he's come back now and, you know, he's uh, reaping the rewards of that. But uh, he's a promising horse. He's just a horse that'll go through his grades eventually and um, he'll, he'll end up in a nice race one day. Oh, I think so. Hey, John, look, thanks for joining us this morning. Happy New Year to you and your family and, and the best of luck at Randwick this afternoon. 
Thank you. Happy Jim. New Year to everybody. Just uh, before you do go, John, um, we're going to have these Sydney Autumn Carnival horses trialling in probably a month's time or less. Mm. What are you, what are you seeing in that stable of yours that you think, yeah, they've they've come back well. That that might just measure up that horse. Uh, cupboard's pretty bare, Richard, at the moment. I've got to say, the last uh, year or two, I've uh, retired a lot of stakes horses, so uh, mm. we've got to develop some new ones. Um, but. Um, yeah, we've sort of we've got a nice bunch of two-year-olds, which uh, uh, that'll you know develop into nice horses later on. Good on you, John. Happy New Year. Good luck today. Thanks, Richard. Bye. John Thompson. Yeah, well, let's uh, cause it easy Caesar, doesn't he, um, mm. uh, Ray? Um, and but yeah, John's that kind of guy that um, if you're talking about someone that's going to develop a young horse and bring it through, he's he's always the man for that for sure. Oh, absolutely. Every trainer has to go through. The- what they call it, the rebuilding phase, Rich, don't they? And uh, But uh, he's such a, a master conditioner, John. There'll be a, a stakes horse or two that he'll develop for autumn, I'm sure. And you never know, maybe um, a couple of these running today. JJ was a man, continues to improve. We know Purple Sector on his day, if particularly on drier tracks, is very capable at Group 2, Group 3 level. And this horse, with your blessing in the last, as John said, staying to put it together now, Rich, and uh, he's got a future that horse. I bumped into John's father-in-law, uh, Rod Craig at Warwick Farm the other day and whenever, uh, you, 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 he goes there just to catch up with John and help him out at the races now and again and I, oh, it's, it's always hard not to sort of talk to Rod and say yeah, do you remember intergaze and <laughs> start talking <laughs> about a horse because you you just you'd need a couple of hours and oh, yeah. um, and great man Rod and and you talk about a, a good trainer that that intergaze goodness me. Eight group one wins, mixed it with Tie the Knots and Might and Powers, etc. And no, he was a terrific trainer and a great horseman, his own right. Well, he never ages, does he? Richie still looks the same as when he was training um, in the gays 20, 25 years ago. And and an absolute gentleman, and always uh, always on for a chat is Rod. He's a a good man. Mm -hmm. I wonder if our next guest uh, remembers Intergaze and and those kinds of horses. Maybe growing up in New Zealand, I'm, I'm tipping you did. Bryce Hayes on the line for a chat. Morning, Bryce. Yeah, very much so, great man, very much so. Um, yeah, humble beginnings on the uh, hills of West Huntley, absolutely. Avid <laughs> follower of Sydney Racing and, um, you know, Rod Craig, one of the gentlemen of the turf, for sure. How's, how's your morning going? And um, we dive into a 2023 shortly, Bryce. Uh, yearling sales around the corner. How, how do you see things tracking with your team? Oh, we're getting there, Richard. It's uh, it's sort of been a three-year window. Obviously, we're only a small team um, and just had a group of owners which uh, have been fortunate enough to support me and, um, you know, buy a couple of earlings and each year. And, um, you know, a few of those are turning three now. So, hence, we're having a, a few more runners and then the couple of runners, um, you know, that we've given a bit of time to that have needed it have also graduated to a better grade. So, um, it's what it's all about and um, love what we do. And, um, yeah... Just keep battling away, brother. Before before Ray delves a bit deeper here, I was pulled up across the various social media platforms yesterday. Uh, when it comes to owners and horse pronunciations, we us as presenters, we just we want to nail it, don't we? So, uh, Bri- <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, we go. Bryce, we're going with uh, poor curry, curry. Poor curry, curry. 
got to roll that R. you got to roll that R, brother. I still can't do it, Rich. <laughs> it's, it's a Maori love song, isn't it, Bryce? Good morning. Correct, correct, Ray. Uh, compliment the season to you both and your family, to all participants, and hope everyone has plenty of prosperity in 2023. Yeah, no, well said and, and right back at you, Bryce. Well, this is a mayor who you have given plenty of time to and on a similar theme as Rich was talking about re-intergaze, she's beautifully bred from a, an old favourite of yours, very close to related to racing to win and a classic legend as well. Yeah, yeah, um, that's sort of a family that's, um, uh, that's evolved quite quickly in terms of, um, you know, the quality of horse that's coming out of... Um, that particular family, but um, uh, yeah, look, she's just a she's a filly that uh, she's always been a big filly, um, and um, yeah, she just need a little bit of time. She takes her racing very hard, um, hence why she's sort of you know she's been looked after. But um, certainly, she's um, at a stage where she's furnished and ready to um, ready to do something from a racing perspective for sure. First up today, Bryce, 1,100 metres round Randwick, big track. Looks like there's a bit of speed on. What, what are you expecting from Pokarikari? Oh, I'll just be mindful, uh, Ray, you know, to everyone. Um, like most horses uh, from three to four, but uh, she presents as a much bigger horse than she's ever been previously, uh, physically. And um, certainly she'll take a run or two before um, we would expect her to be sort of hitting her peak without sort of sounding cliche. So very mindful of that today. Yeah. Where can she get to, Bryce? And I ask that because when she has been on song, she's got a dynamic finishing burst and can reel off really good sectionals, which sort of makes you think maybe she potentially could get to stakes grade. Oh, Ray, I know it's Christmas and New Year, but we'll just sort of get, we'll get through today. We'll get through today and get her out of today um, and then look to probably run her and sort of, uh, you know, the next two to three weeks and, and make a decision on where we head from there. Well, hopefully her form will command um, you aim higher with her, but best of luck with her. One horse you've got in great touch at the moment is King Rattel. We were talking about Nash Travilla earlier. Uh, that was a great ride by him on King Rattel at Randwick on December 10. But to be fair to the horse, gee, attack the line. Yeah, agreed. Uh, horse is going well. Always a horse... Um, always a horse that's showing something but um talk about uh you know career suicide for a trainer um in terms of you know buying him as a yearling uh we went through the pain of he was, he was such a nice yearling um we bit the bullet and and, and were able to buy him but realized that he was he was going to take forever so um the owners that are involved uh, deserve a lot of credit to just um you know hold patient and um once we actually got him going and given him the race experience um He's actually formed a handy little record in terms of when we've expected him to perform, he has performed. Um, today's a different story because um, it's a lot harder in terms of, obviously, his opposition in the race. But um, this is, like most horses, but last time round he was very much interfered with, with the weather in terms of continuity and getting him ready to sort of tackle maybe stronger grade, whereas today um, I'm very happy with him. And um, it's a very, very hard race for him but um, he's as ready as he's ever been to sort of take that next step for sure. Yeah, he loves Ramwick, that horse. And tomorrow at Canterbury, Bryce, you've got Trust the Process Engage. He's a mature horse now, but he's working his way back into form, encouraging signs there at Canberra. Last start, gets out to 1,900 metres tomorrow. Yeah, he was very brave at Canberra. Uh, really proud of him. 
and um, think that uh, think that the 1900 is really ideal that he's looking for it. Um, you know, the great man uh, Nasher will have to be at his very best, uh, which he can be. But I'm sure if um, I'm sure if, if Nash can um, sort of produce something, he's definitely going to have a, a horse there underneath him to to do something. Um, he's a horse that uh, that just come out of that run, albeit a tough run, very very well. And um, yeah, he's he's. I mean, it's a very open race that race, but um, uh, he's there to run well. And there's no reason why he wouldn't sort of back up what he did the other day for sure. No, exactly. And just finally, Bryce, the stable's going great at the moment. You've got a horse called Appetite for Wrestlecop. To be fair, and I hope I'm not being disrespectful of the owners, I don't think he's any champion, but he's a Savva Bill who keeps improving, won three of his last four, and there he was again at Canberra yesterday doing what he does best, toughed it out and, and scored another strong win. He's done a great job. Doesn't matter where they are, small fish are sweet, right? So exactly. um, yep. he's, he's, he's done very well. His you know, last four starts, he's won three of them. Uh, I'm not getting carried away with them, but um, a few of my mates uh, that I went to school with uh, back home in New Zealand own them, and um, they've had a whale of a time. They've been able to put their own colours on them, trying to replicate a Steinlager bottle, and um, he's been <laughs> able to uh, he, he's been able to give them a couple of results where they've probably sunk uh, one or two many Steinlagers. So um, they'll be in for a heavy New Year's Eve tonight, I'm sure. Three wins, last four starts, Rich. So they've yeah. plenty of celebrating. <laughs> You're not wrong. Hey, Bryce, have you had a chance to get home and see family and friends lately? I, I know Caraca, Caraca uh, is not that far away. But have you had a chance to get home? No, I haven't, Rich. Uh, it's just just one of the um, everyone's in the same boat. You know, it's a game we all love, but um, you know, you've got to uh, devote your life to it, and that's just uh, one sacrifice. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to go home. Um, but look, I was fortunate to have my mum over here for um, for Christmas for a couple of days. And um, that was great. And um, we'll just sort of charge into the new year. And, um, yeah, hopefully um, courses run well so we can um, have a look at a few yearlings. Good luck today, mate. We'll see you at the sports soon. We'll need it all. Hope everyone finds a winner. Good luck. Good on you. Bryce Hayes joining us. And um, both of those horses today, more than capable, aren't they, Ray? But a little little caveat there on poor Curry Curry. Poor Curry Curry. But... um, Whatever she does today, she'll improve upon. But I just can't get that first out run out of my head last prep. I oh, know it wasn't in town, um, but she's, she's got uh, that yeah turn of foot, hasn't she? Reached the back end of her races, and this race actually sets up really well for her today. Look, um, to be fair, I, I'm not tipping her to win, but I'm tipping her to run a big race, and it could set up for a, a really good campaign from a mare who I know Bryce is keeping the lid on it, but she's got ability to go to really storm through her grades this prep now. She's mature, been very well handled, and I think the time's right. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. Well, I hope our next guest has the, the float fueled up because there's a, a bit going on in the next few days for James Ponsonby, and he's with us on race morning. G'day, James. Morning, Hainsey. How's the, uh, uh, how's the festive season treating yourself and the family? Oh, thanks for the kids. I think they would um, be very pleased with what Santa's provided this year. <laughs> so, myself, it's the same old, same old, but um, my wife got a new handbag, which she's nicknamed Louise. So, we're fairly good for everyone, I feel. Don't know about you, James, but uh, I'm sort of still waiting for Santa to come around. I feel I may mean, miss the boat. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a pragmatist, I I'd be happy to settle for a you know winning double in town or something like that. So <laughs> I still believe. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, James. Well, hopefully that's the case this afternoon. Phillipsburg is running. Are you not going to keep him for the Maria Cup on Monday? 
Uh, probably not, Ray. Um, I think, you know, the the, the barrier is, is probably not the, the controlling factor in that race um, on on Monday. And there'll be other there'll be other races to hopefully uh, attack in that big dance sort of carnival uh, lead up of races. So yeah, we'll 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 head to town today instead of Maruya. Well, he's been a terrific horse for you this year, um, James, as has Socrates, your other runner at Ramwick today. They've both had extended preps, but um, what's the secret to them, James? Because they seem to hold their form and really enjoy their racing. Um, yeah, no, I've been extremely lucky with both horses. Um, you know, Socrates had a few runs there where he was quite disappointing in his first preparation for us. You know, I actually took him to Sapphire Coast one day and thought he'd be just way too good for him and he found a way to get beat and almost lost second. Um, whereas he sort of came back from the, the spell with a, a much better attitude and, and has sort of performed fantastically well for us and put everyone back in the black, which is always important with these horses. And um, Philip, Philip, you just... He's got a good life. Um, he might have told Sock, you know, keep your head down, keep your mouth shut and just um, have a little bit of a go here and it'll all work out good for us. So whatever the case, it, it's worked out terrifically well for us. I, I just like to keep them nice and light with the track work and, um, yeah, the rest of it, it's up to them. And they both say to each other, listen, yes, if we, we play our cards right here, there'll be no English digital for us. Oh, look, you know, <laughs> it's a lovely marketplace, but, um, you know, the... It's a one-time offer, isn't it, really? Mm. You come here and have a pretty cushy lifestyle or you're back on English. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you, you did give him a little freshen up, Phillipsburg, I'm talking about after the little dance. and But, gee, you must have been encouraged by his run there on the 17th. He led them up into the straight and fought on really well. James beaten three-quarters of length, just missing a place. Yeah, look, Ray, he, it, I think everyone, everyone who ever aspires to be a horse trainer... Um, should be lucky enough to get a horse like him. Um, people who have better quality horses, uh, I think just it, it's, it's, it's the top of the sport is to get to Ramwick um, and, and be racing competitively. And his run the other day just sort of showed that he, he deserved his place to be there in those benchmark 78. Mm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the prize money these days is so, is so terrific. You just... You know, it, it, you've got to have a horse like that that um, can show that bit of fight. And I thought from the wide barrier, he was very game in defeat. The horses that beat him home all carried either two kilos or more less in weight on it than him on the day. Um, and that was sort of one of the reasons of going the going with the apprentice today was just to get a little bit of weight relief to try and give him a, a little bit better chance again. Yep, Jenny Duggan rides, Phillipsburg takes two kilos off. She also rides Socrates for you. His form had been terrific. Excuses last start, James? Um, look, he's going to go to the paddock one way or the other after today. Today was more of a testing to see whether we're going to be able to be competitive in those benchmark 78 come next winter um, because I think today's race is a very, very competitive race. That doesn't look like it's got a great deal of gate speed on, on paper, but horses obviously like too much caviar will roll forwards. Um, it's just more of a he, he was there was no real excuse he had a lovely run he sat 1-1 one, one. Um, perhaps he didn't quite get the 2200 but in saying that he just sort of had to get going on the point of the turn which probably didn't help his chances um, and carrying the big weight on the day 
probably just took its toll a little bit with him. But he was racing a excuse me a lot better class of horse, I thought, uh, at Warwick Farm last time out. So today's race obviously is no different. But for us, it's just a it's going to be more of a sounding board run to see whether where where we sort of head to next preparation with him. I understand. Well, both horses are going great. How about your two part owners, James, um, QGB's John Stanley and our very own Andrew Martin from Sky Racing? I they, might, they might be harder to train than Socrates and, and Phillipsburg. Marto's been on holidays for the last month. He has, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think he's actually come off holidays, Andrew, myself. He's, he's got a fairly charmed lifestyle. Um, You're not yeah, wrong. They're, they're, very, they're very passionate racing people, both of them. Yeah. Um, it's one of the, probably one of the greatest things my wife says to me that uh, when we get beat, John Stanley normally has to come and console me, which unlike most trainer-owner relationships, it's normally the owner trying to make excuses or pat down the problem and pump the owner back up, whereas my owners, uh, they, uh, they see what they get with me and they're normally the ones trying to pick up the pieces of the shattered glass trainer who <laughs> disappointment falls all over the racetrack. Yeah. Oh, Both good uh, yeah. He's been he's been doing um, the drive show, hasn't he, John? Lately, he's normally he has, he's yeah. been doing. Uh, been, he's been, been the morning the show, drive, actually, Richie. Back in mornings. Yeah, he's been filling in yes. and doing a great job. Oh no, yeah, that's yeah. right. Luke, I think Luke Grant's been doing drive. Luke Grant's drive, and yeah, not that I listen to too much of other radio stations, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, yeah. of course. Hey, um, uh, James, is there a winner today at Nara or Tari tomorrow? Or Tuesday? Um, no, Tari is probably the place to, place of race for us. Um, the Nara, the two horses running at Nara, uh, Pine Valley over the mile. He's he's running to a quite a strong lineup for a horse that's going to need two thousand metres or more. Um, he's probably a horse that people who want to have a something to, to look forward to over the next twelve months should be waiting for next year's Jericho. He's um, going to be one of my hopefuls for that for that little. Um, campaign and Bader's going really well uh, he meets probably a better lineup today for him and hopefully with him rolling forwards he can get himself positive but Tari's probably the place where we're, we're looking to succeed I've got a horse called Walk Up Start who's having his first start back from a spell he was very good uh, a couple of times when I bought him online he was one of my one of my more cheaper purchases and um, he was third in a provincial maiden uh, run a couple of nice races after that and, and probably just come to the end of the preparation um, from when we bought him and he's come back in really good order he had a good trial at Hawkesbury the other day and um, he sets up quite nicely up there with Kobe Jennings on so fingers crossed he'll get the job done for us on Tuesday and give us a good kick into the new year Good man, uh, always appreciate the chat race morning, busy time for your team and hopefully a winner or two amongst them Happy New Year to you and uh, good luck today James Great, thanks guys. Thanks for your support again throughout the year. Good on you. James Ponsomy, there he is. Uh, always um, always speaks well, does James, and always think, uh, Ray, that he sort of explains where his horses are at very, very well. All the trainers generally do, but it's always nice to have James on. Yeah, and he certainly does, and uh, he's had a terrific year, hasn't he? Really um, announced himself on on the Sydney stage and it's not easy is it it's such a it's a crowded stage there's so many good trainers here in Sydney and to make your mark here you will you can make it anywhere because it's so competitive Rich 
the voters have spoken, Ray, for our yeah, fourth Behind the Gates horse. Um, so 123 votes. Thank you to all those that voted. Uh, about an hour ago, Ain't No Done Deal led the vote on around 29%. In the end, infatuation. We'll know our fate early uh, with okay. the Behind the Gates multi. Infatuation, 31% of the vote. Ain't No Done Deal, 28%. And poor Cuddy Cuddy at 26% of the vote. Poor with your blessing, 15%. Mm. Uh, but anyway, Ray, infatuation will lead us off with the Behind the Gates multi, the two-year-old. Uh, very 31%. important. Yeah, an important race for her today, isn't it, Rich? Heading towards these mm. big races coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, she does look the horse to beat in that two-year-old opener. Her form's excellent. Okay, short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Still a, a couple of interviews to go before we hit 8 o'clock and then Anthony Mant and Glenn Munsey are standing by and we'll have a good look at New Year's Eve racing and the good program there at Ramwick today. Break and back with a stack more. Inglis is the only Australian auction house where you could have bought the winners of the Australian Grand Slam, the Golden Slipper, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate and Melbourne Cup in the past decade. Seize your moment. Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Odds on all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on a massive 28 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Lano, what's in the box? That's a new 75-inch TV, Mum. No, that box. That's an espresso coffee machine. No, not that one. Mum, there are so many boxes. It's our biggest Bingley Boxing Day sale ever. Boxing. Get it? No. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide. From kitchen and laundry, TVs and tech, health and fitness. Yes, it's really big. But what's in the box you're holding? That's my lunch. That's really big too. The Bingley Boxing Day Sale. On now. Bingley. Better living every day. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. Exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Racing HQ. Saturday, 17 minutes to 8. We'll dive into the Sydney form soon. I referenced intergaze before. Maybe it's meant to be. Maybe we are, are meant to be having a chat and a discussion down in memory lane about that amazing racehorse this morning because Craig Carmody is on the line for a chat. Good morning, Craig, and a very happy new year to you. Thank you, Richard. Same to you and all the listeners, mate, and, and lovely to hear you remembering the old horse. Um, you bring back some great memories. What, I mean, it's, again, a cliched 
question, Craig, but what was it that set him apart? He was a monster. Well, you know, look, his his longevity, Richie, um, he, he, he obviously won it too, but then um, at, at the most elite level, he won eight times group one, you know, from from two from two he won the champagne at two and he was still winning group ones at six so just um an amazing animal that i feel very privileged to have had a part of his career yeah good morning craig he, he raced in a fantastic era didn't he and, and he of course he's probably um most famous for betting octagonal octagonal's farewell race but he mixed it with tie the night he mixed it with the might and powers the sun lines etc and and he was invariably he, he beat some of those great champions on his day as well yeah absolutely ray all that and more and you know the 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 ride i had on him literally and and uh emotionally was fantastic um i can just you know remember his both his queen elizabeth stakes and you and, and you look back now you know um and as much as i'm enjoying the training and 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 going to the provincials with horses and when they when they do well um you you do sit back and and pinch yourself at how lucky you were to have an association with such a horse yeah, and he was a popular horse too in that golden era. Well, you're making a great fist of the training caper these days, Craig. It might be a bit tougher than riding for you, but the stable's going great. And interesting, uh, you're running both your two-year-olds in the first Zen Master and Char Char, Craig? Yeah, Ray, look, they, they came into work and we, we sort of kept an open mind with them. Uh, both of them quite precocious, particularly um, Char Char Char. And um, Zen Master seemed to give me the impression he was going to want a little bit more ground. But after their trials, their most recent one, um, he surprised me a little bit, Zen Master, in the mm. go-forward that he had out of the gates. And uh, the form lines out around that trial is quite good. Um, they've both come through the trial excellent and uh, deserve their little opportunity today. Um, you know, it'd be great for them uh, as, a far of, as far as experience goes as well. As well. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. They're both bred by Kim Harding. They're both born on the same day, Craig, and they're both making their race debuts in the same race today. And in that trial you're referencing, um, you're right, Zen Master showed good speed, as did Cha-Cha-Cha, and they, they both held on particularly well. Mate, I was very happy with both of them. Um, mm. The filly the filly's a little bit more, um, a little less, a little more complicated, let's say, um, but um, she, she had the one-eyed blinker on in the second trial and she was a lot more forward and probably turned it around 30 lengths on her first, first trial at Canterbury. And, um, but, but Zen Master surprised me. Yeah, showed nice, nice gate speed, got out onto um, the outside of Cha-Cha-Cha and they dictated. And I thought up until the furlong, until they both got a little tired, they, um, mm. they ran particularly well. But most importantly, they've come on nicely, um, both improved off that trial and, um, as I say, deserve their little go in town today. Can you split the two-year-olds, Craig? Look, he seems a little less complicated, um, Zen Master. Um, he'll probably, he'll jump out and go forward and take up a nice position. And his pedigree suggests that uh, he's going to get a bit longer, so he'll have no trouble running out a strong 1,200. That's certainly going to help him. Um, look, she, as you can tell from the gear, she's got a crossover nose band, a one-eyed blinker. So 
there, there's a few little tendencies that we're trying to overcome with her. But uh, when she puts her mind on it, she can definitely um, gallop well. So, you know, expecting, expecting both of them to run nicely. Fair enough. Uh, Edna, um, gee, she's been a revelation for you, Craig. She made her race taboo in June 8th. The Sydney tracks were waterlogged then. You've kept her in work through winter into spring, now into summer. And her form surge in recent weeks, three wins, her last four starts. She's been really good winning successive races at Canterbury. She's demanded her chance in Sydney Saturday, Craig, Craig? Absolutely, Ray. Yeah, you've summed it all up, mate. She's, she's really hit. Um, a purple patch, particularly with the uh, firmer footing underneath her. Um, so, look, never easy stepping from midweeks into Saturday. Um, but look, this looks a suitable race for her to have a crack at. Um, she's been she's been very consistent, as you said, and uh, she's honest as the days long. And it just surprised me the longevity of the prep that she's handled yeah. and how how well she is at the moment. Um, given, given the, the the run she's had, you know she's bouncing around Ramwick, thinking that this is her first run. So, very confident she's going to run quite a good race again. Just hope um, she gets into a nice spot early and she can um, get into that nice big rangy stride and and relax and finish the race off well. Yeah, she's been fantastic. This is her 10th start, or 11th start in her debut preparation. In her 10 starts dating back to June, you've you've tended to space her races at least a couple of weeks, usually longer, between runs. Do you do much yep. with her between races on the training track? Not a lot, Ray. She, she's yeah. quite an easy horse to train. Um, she she doesn't need a lot of galloping. Um, she She saves the best for the races. She seems to go to another level. Her track work, she's a she's a moderate to good track work track worker, but um, she seems to go to another level race day, which um, you know from from my experience is a great asset for a horse to have. So, um, look, optimistic she's gonna gonna produce a nice run again today. Um, obviously, you know, um, pretty wild's gonna be gonna be coming hard late, but um, she gets things to suit the first um, part of the race in the middle stages. She's going to run a bold race. Uh, Kathy O'Hara rides again. We know she's a t- uh, she rates her horses very well in front, and she has an affinity with this mare, Craig. Definitely, Kathy's been a great great help with the stable. She comes of a Saturday morning and rides a couple of horses' work, and it definitely helps her having more of an understanding of the horses. And she's definitely gained that understanding with Edna. And um, fingers crossed for them both today. Some terrific chances there, Rich, for Craig Carmody. I'm tipping the train. We'll be hoping um, a certain Sky presenter, Craig Carmody, uh, Gavin Carmody, will be interviewing Craig after a couple of races today. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. Good on you, Craig. Good to chat on race morning, and good luck with your team at the home track today. And a happy new year, of course. Mate, same to you, Richie. Thanks a lot for the call. Good on you. Craig Carmody, he's a good man. You see Craig around the track. He's always up for a chat. And, uh, yeah, we, we wish, him, uh, wish him all the best of luck. Our next uh, guest is joining us um, this morning, just before we jump into the Sydney Foreman. He's a man who, if my maths is correct, will be keeping an eye on four venues today. Joe Pride, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Do I have that correct? Taxu? Yes. We've got Doom, Benara, Gosford and Ramwick. Yes, it's a lot to keep an eye on. So um, a <laughs> little bit going on. It's not, uh, I mean, it's been planned, but it's not It's not that good. 
they're not as stable my size anyway. It's a bit of a logistical nightmare, but we'll get through, I'm sure. Yeah, floats going everywhere. Good luck, Joe. Just with Taxu, you've seen up to Brisbane to run in the, the buffering today at Doombin. He's second up. Glenn Schofield knows the horse well. Um, what are you expecting from Taxu this afternoon? Yeah, look, I expect him to, to, to run very well. He's a, he's a horse who's sort of got set for the Magic Man's race, but he's a horse who races well right throughout his preparations. Generally needs a run, which he's had. Um, so he's... he's um, so primed up for today, but close to peak fitness and um, and ready to run us a great race around that 1350, which which I believe is about his, about his pet distance. I haven't checked the track conditions. Is there a bit of give in the track for him this afternoon? They've had a little bit of rain up there, but no, nothing okay. drastic, but it, it certainly won't be firm. Okay, which is, which is ideal for him. Uh, four runners today at Randwick, they all running at this stage, Jay? Um, so, uh, Simon Agenda came out. Okay, you're, you're keeping him running the day. Okay, yeah, Canterbury, right. all right. Uh, interest in your thoughts on Hokkaido or Hokkaido, who you, you first run. It's in race three, New Zealand three-year-old. He he had his most recent run there in mid-November and really hit the line well late. Um, well, have you had much of a chance to get a bit of an understanding about Hokkaido and what you're expecting this afternoon? Yeah, look, we're getting to know him um, in and around track work. Um, he's been here for about four or five weeks now, um, but race day is always a little bit different. And, and you know, uh, the purpose of today is a little bit of a fact-finding mission with him and just, just seeing what his strengths and weaknesses are on race day. Um, he's a lovely horse. I've got no doubt he'll make the grade here in Australia. Um, it's just a matter of when and how. And, you know, as I say, that we'll be we'll be looking at him today and, and, and seeing what, he, uh, what he's able to do over 1,300 metres. I'm anticipating it's probably a touch short for him but I'll, you know, from a soft draw I wouldn't be surprised to see him finding the line very well No, he did hit the line well last uh, New Zealand, looks a, a promising three-year-old. Down to race six in the Maroubra Mile, Joe and Max Schnell coming back a fraction in trip but offsetting that is the fact he dropped significantly in weight and uh, he broke through on Christmas Eve a deserved win, a tough win and has, has he trained on well? He has, yeah, been really pleased with him. So I'm not too worried about coming back um, a couple of hundred metres. When you when you look at this as 1,800 a mile, you know, it's more about class um, yeah. and weight, um, I think, the distance when you're up around those sort of trips. So that's not a problem for him. Um, he's um, He's been going really well, finally broke through last start, um, dropped significantly in weight today. And, um, yeah, look, I'm, he's an honest, reliable horse. I'm sure he'll be thereabouts. Uh, race 8, you've got Dehorn Unicorn. This is almost shaping as race of the day. I just checked the scratchings, Joe. Valmaster is running, but, gee, you must be happy with the way Dehorn Unicorn is going. He was super flashing home to win at Rose Hill first up, and it took a really smart mare to run near track record time to beat him last start. Yeah, yeah, he was terrific, um, and he's, he's, um, he's just enjoying the extra maturity now that he's full, but also... Uh, being on top of the ground, um, it's really important for him. He's a fast horse, and um, you know, good speed. He'll he'll settle up there on speed there somewhere, and uh, should be very hard to run down. He's a, the opposite of Max Schnell. He's going down and grade up and weight. So, um, so interesting to see how these things play out. They're they're different for you know individual horses the way they cope with those sort of things. But um, he's in he's in career best form, and he's certainly the best of my chances today. You've drawn well. Do you anticipate he can settle maybe front half, even a touch closer? Yeah. 
yeah, for yeah. sure, that'd be the plan. You know, with big weights, you don't want to be having to, you know, come from a long way back and made to carry the weight. So we'll hopefully make some. Um, make the job a little bit easier in that first sort of three to 400 metres by getting ourselves a good position. Exactly. He ran second, of course, to I Am Me. They both broke 1.8 for the 1,200 around Ramwick, which is very rare. I Am Me runs tomorrow in the Canterbury Sprint. You're taking her on again, Joe, with Snippy Fox, who is a mare who invariably sprints well fresh at a couple of trials. And uh, how is she shaping up for that stakes race tomorrow? She's really good. She's, um, as you said, really super reliable mare. She's, um, she's a lovely, lovely horse to have around, and she's still only relatively light, lightly raced for her age. Um, she's, um, she always gives a good account of herself. She's, um, she's performed well around Canterbury in the past, so I, I would think she's a great top three chance. Yep. Should we keep the faith with Charlatan? Because I think it, a pretty smart horse ran him down at Canterbury the other day. When, when you say we, Ray, you mean you? You've got faith, or? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot of punters, um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, tricky horse. You know, I mean, I, I'm I'm in the boat where I need to see him do it. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I've, expectations always been there, but delivery hasn't. So, um, yeah, I, I need to see him do it. I don't doubt that he's got the ability, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's not trying either. I just, yeah, but he hasn't got the job done yet, so he needs to find a way tomorrow. He's got the right bloke on him to do it, to do that. Though. Uh, haven't heard whether Ron Duffus is still on that Charlton bandwagon or or, or offered. I'm just not sure. Uh, I'd be very well. surprised if he's. I'd be very. Be, I think Ron would be watching watching on and waiting for him to win. I would suggest. I think it was a pretty decent horse that ran him down the other day, Joe. That's why I think this might be his chance tomorrow because that Cardone looks a promising horse. So good luck with Charlton. If we could, Joe, a quick update on the stable stars, particularly uh, Private Eye and Eduardo. Yeah, really good. Early stages, but both coming along uh, very nicely. Um, had had nice little spring spells, not 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 massively long ones, but spring spells, and have both done particularly well. Um, it's a pleasure to have them in the stable. Mm. Private Eye, you were telling me you probably go first up into a new market. Yes, yeah, he'll have at least a couple of trials to get ready for the new market. Uh, performance he pulled out first up last time, and the Gill guy would would make him a, a great chance in a new market. He'll have to carry a little bit of weight, but he's a very strong horse. And what about the old boy, Eduardo? He he won first up in the spring and um, maybe his form tapered off a fraction afterwards, but is he coming up nicely? He is, yeah, no, happily with him. I would say early stages, but um, yeah. no, very happy with him. Um, so, you know, it's an important prep for him. He's, um, he was certainly below his best last preparation. He needs to, to lift up on that and, um, yeah, really, really excited to, to have him back in the stable again. Though he hasn't been overly taxed, you know, he's only had... Uh, 30 starts, something like that, and so you know, for a horse his age, while he is nine, it's, he, he hasn't uh, hasn't hasn't been overtaxed, and you know, no reason to believe that he that he uh, you know not capable of winning a, a race or two more. And a horse like Stockman, who finished top ten in the Melbourne Cup, which was a great run, he won the St Ledger prior, and I dare say a Sydney Cup prep for him. Yes, Sydney Cup preparation. Um, he's had no luck on the big days. He's been in the Sydney yeah. Cup and a Melbourne Cup, and he's he's been luckless in both. So um, maybe third time lucky for him in the big two mile races. Um, but he's he's uh, he's a fantastic horse. Been great horse for his connections, and he's a he's a real money spinner. Um, rarely runs a bad race, and uh, he'll be thereabouts again this preparation, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Joe, congratulations on a terrific 2022. Um, happy New Year to you and your family, and here's hoping for a lot more success in 2023. Thank you very much, guys.
Good on you, Jay Pride, uh, on for a chat. Big thanks to all of our guests who uh, were able to join us there, Ray, between 7 and 8. I might let you go and get yourself organised for some Sydney form and I'll knock over some scratchings here. Well, thanks so much, Rich. Okay, Ray Thomas back with Anthony Manton and Glenn Munsey shortly. Randwick Racing today. It's a good four. Penetrometer 5.2. Rail out three metres. The entire 33 scratchings for Randwick are as follows. Race one, take out one Sovereign Fund and 11 Blind Date. One and 11 from race one. Race two, take out 10 Dark Satin, 14 Capital Gamble, 18 Down to Earth and 19 Razama. 10, 14, 18 and 19 from race two. Two. Race three, take out eight, Mr. Rocket, 10, Cadetship, and 13, Flashing Steel. Eight, 10, 13 from race three. Race four, scratch three, Fear Nought, and four, Miss Fox. Three and four from race four. Race five, take out three, Espresso, four, Weight of the Stars, 12, Captain George, 13, Send Me a Legend, 15, Liberty Sun, and 18, Twice as Special. Three, four, 12, 13, 15 and 18 from race 5. Race 6 is clear. Race 7, scratch 9, Matron Bullwinkle and 15, Real Peace. 9 and 15 from race 7. Race 8, scratch 2, Noble Soldiers. 7, He's a Hot Shot. 9, Rupertar and 10, Broken Arrows. 2, 7, 9 and 10 from race 8. Race 9, scratch 1, Almania. 2, Spangler and 10, Dimaggio. 1, 2 and 10 from race 9. Race 10, scratch 2 munitions, 3 bold Mac, 5 contributing factor, 14 silent agenda, 16 Capistel, 17 Dullalart and 18 Cosmic Minerva. So race 10, Ramwick, scratch 2, 3, 5, 14, 15, 17 and 18. Let's go to Gosford Racing, the main provincial program uh, just up the freeway today. It'll be a great day of racing up there. Seven races. Track starts in a soft five. Steve Scollard saying don't be shocked of an upgrade. Rail is in the true and for Gosford there are 33 scratchings. Race one, take out six Monopoly Girl and eight Splendid Miss. Six and eight from race one. Race two, number one, Oxford Vision. Four G Wiz Johnny and eight uh, Artios, one, four, and eight from race two. Race three, scratch out one, Romeo, Romeo, five, Hollywood Hero, six, Star Legacy, nine, Ashani, ten, Prior Thoughts, eleven, Twelfth Night, thirteen, Caring Lass, sixteen, Speak Up, seventeen, Toronomica, and eighteen, uh, Metronomic. So race three, out comes one, five, six, nine, ten, 11, 13, 16, 17, 18. That's race three, Gosford. Race four, take out six, the Unicorn, nine, Ideal Girl, and 11, Euros, six, nine, and 11 from race four. Race five, outcomes five, Zeus on Boy, eight, Direct Effect, and 12, Lombardi, five, eight, 12 out of race five. Race six, out comes one, Citric, three, Food Eye, four, Jimmy Manolo, six, Jamrock, eight, uh, Kaiser, 12 ahead of the game, 13 Mayachi, 15 our Kinsman, and uh, 19 Julemar. Race 6, outcomes 1, 3, 4, 6, 8, 12, 13, 15, and 19. And race 7, take out 2 Mahachek, uh, 9 Crop Duster, 
and uh, 10 Dirty Merchant. 2, 9 and 10 from race 7. 33 scratchings for Gosford today. Let's go to the Valley in Victoria, racing in a Mooney Valley. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter in a bit over an hour's time for the way they see this meeting today. Nine races and there are a total of 25 scratchings. Race 1, take out 3 Delibes, 5 Bolsheviks and 6 Clan Doro. 1, I uh, should say race 1, 3 five and six. Race two, take out five, Rainbell, seven, Sandy Prince, and uh, number ten, Evening Glory. Five, seven, and ten from race two. Race three, scratch seven, Guns are Blazing, twelve, Dew by Moon, and fourteen, Handful. Seven, twelve, fourteen from race three at the Valley. Race four, take out number nine, Bass. Race four, number nine. Race five, fifteen, Delightful Scoop, and sixteen, The Yachtsman. Sixteen, uh, fifteen, sixteen from Race 5. Race 6, scratch number 10 at Kettle Hill. Seam in Sydney today. Race 6, number 10. Race 6, out comes one, uh, race 7, out comes 1, Elite Icon. 8, Broadside Armour. 13, Lons Delete. And 15, The Haas. 1, 8, 13, 15, race 7 at the Valley. Race 8, scratch 2, Fishing. 5, Mount Niseko. 6, Cuban Sunset. 11, Capital Express. And 14, Miss Magnifico. 2, 5, 6, 11 and 14 from race 8. Race 9, scratch 6, well in sight. 10, Defining. And 14, Pinace. 6, uh, 6, 10 and 14 there. Ninth and last at the Valley. Let's go on to racing out of uh, Dooman in Queensland today. This is a great program up there. Good for rail at four metres the entire nine races, and there are 19 scratchings. Race one, take out one, Moe's Crown. Four, Dare to Share. Five, Shamaton, and nine, Glitter Strip. One, four, five, and nine from the first at Dooman. Uh, race two, out comes five, Hatchie Man. Race two, number five. Race three, one, Canadian Dancer. Seven, Aya Huasca and 11 Sheppy, 1, 7 and 11 from race 3. Race 4, take out 4 Mix, 5 Rule the World, 8 Zucchina and 11 Antino, 4, 5, 8 and 11 from race 4. Race 5, take out 9 The Cunning Fox, race 6 is clear, race 7, scratch number 2, Kiku, good mare she is, race 8 clear and race 9, take out 5 Miss Hipstar, 8 Euro Bell, 9 Glorious Ruby, 12 Lucifer's Reward and 13 Stormy Rock. 5, 8, 9, 12 and 13 from race 9 there at Doomben. And let's um, go to Morpherville, a bit of a look there in Adelaide today. Good four and uh, there are nine races and at the moment there are 14 scratchings. Race one, take out two, Heeker Express. Race two is clear. Race three, scratch seven, hit the slopes. Race four, take out eight, Lord Bentley. Race five is clear. Race six, scratch ten, Semyorka. Race seven, take out seven, Tiger Queen and eight, Decibels. Seven and eight from race seven. Race eight, scratch three, Exalted Fire. Four, Frankel Star and 11, Indy Magic 3 4 11 from race 8 and race 9 take out 3 Half a Dream 5 Lon Ranger 6 Charm Slinger 8 Little Piper and 12 Pip Smith uh, or I should say Sip Smith 3 5 6 8 
and 12 from race 9 at Morpherville. Six minutes past eight, Racing HQ Saturday, a short break. Steve Railton with the stewards report on the other side. And then Anthony Manton joins Ray Thomas and Glenn Munsey for the very best of Sydney form talk. New Year's Eve racing here on Racing HQ Saturday. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale, January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret, and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. The sun is shining, the waves are crashing and hooves are thundering in the southeast. It feels like summer is here and with it, the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. Celebrate New Year's Eve at the inaugural King of the Mountain as the best of Queensland's local stars go head-to-head up the range at Clifford Park. It feels like summer again and Queensland is racing. For all the details, visit queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Lalo, what's in the box? That's a new 75-inch TV, Mum. No, that box. That's a Nespresso coffee machine. No, not that one. Mum, there are so many boxes. It's our biggest Bingley Boxing Day sale ever. Boxing, get it? No. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide, from kitchen and laundry, TVs and tech, health and fitness. Yes, it's really big, but what's in the box you're holding? That's my lunch. That's really big too. The Bingley Boxing Day sale, on now. Bingley, better living every day. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 858. Welcome back to the show. Nine minutes past eight on a Saturday morning. New Year's Eve Racing Chairman of Stewards for Racing New South Wales. Steve Ralton's with us uh, on on the line. G'day, Steve. Hello, Richard. Busy racing period continue, uh, continues. Anything anything of note out of the Boxing Day meeting, or was it all fairly straightforward? Um, yeah, Boxing Day meeting. We had a we had a little bit on our plate. We had quite a few uh, suspensions, and uh, but anyway, that's that's the. That's the way it happens. Sometimes you have busy days, and other days aren't so aren't so bad. Yeah, those uh, those stewards' reports—they're there on the Racing New South Wales website for a bit of a look, and they are worth a look, Steve. I mean, uh, we have you know, form guides, sure, but if you have a look through you, through your reports, and uh, punters might just think hmm, that horse was unlucky, and that's that's why you're on this morning to give us your thoughts on this Ramick meeting today. I'll do my best, uh, uh, Richard. In race three, number two, Gaza Blanca was a fast closing second uh, at Rose Hill on the third of the twelfth. Uh, Jason Collett advised the stewards that was in, the intention was to settle right behind the lead, but the horse didn't jump well and settled a little further back than intended. And then the horse uh, wasn't able to uh, shift out into clear running, rounding the home turn, and was held up until the three hundred. So its effort uh, was quite good. Um, going to race. Eight, number six, Sacramony. 
Uh, Dylan Gibbons uh, reported to stewards the instructions were to ride the horse conservatively. Well, however, the horse began particularly well and then just found itself in the leading division and when inclined to race keenly, he wasn't able to restrain it sufficiently to uh, find cover. So the horse's uh, second to Iona, Iona Merck was quite um, noteworthy because he sat three wide, no cover the entire. And out of race nine, number three, the stewards at um, in um, Melbourne uh, at Sandown reported the horse to be quite unlucky on its Australian debut uh, on the 10th of December. Uh, held up from clear running from the 600 to the 450, there was where it was disappointed for a run, was then remained held up and uh, shifted uh, ground and uh, secured clear running at the 200. So its Australian debut obviously was full of merit. Good on you, Steve. Always good to chat race morning and hope the meeting goes well for yourself and the team today. Thanks, Richard. Steve Rowland, Chairman of Stewards, always joins us on race morning. Listeners and punters might glean some information there. Time to get stuck into this. Sydney form a solid 10-race program on New Year's Eve. There are no week Saturdays in Sydney at the moment. Ray Thomas, welcome back. Hand to get stuck in here. Yes, certainly am, and I think the most important uh, information out of those scratchings, Rich Bowmaster is running today, so that does set up a terrific clash, that Tab Handicap Race 8. No doubt. Getting amongst it again, trackside, will be Anthony Matney joins us for the form talk. Anthony, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, uh, Richard and uh, and Ray. Great to be with you for the for this uh, final Saturday, and then I'm back to the bush as of Monday to Maruya for Cup Day. <laughs> well-worn trip down to a great part of the world for you, Anthony, I'm sure. Um, he's done the form. He uh, knows what these prices are doing and where the money's been going in the last little bit. I speak of Glenn Munsey. Munz, good morning. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to Ray. Good morning to Anthony and everyone tuned in on the last day of 2022. It's like the first day of the new year. You'd like to start the year winning. You'd like to finish the year winning as well, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Your resolutions, man, Muns, or just don't worry about that kind of no, stuff? No, don't worry much. about that crap, Richard. I'm just uh, <laughs> happy to, you know, open the eyes every morning. <laughs> that, that's a good way to start, and that's probably a good way to put it. Let's get stuck in, shall we? Race one at Randwick today is the Grain Shaker Australian Vodka. I suppose it's 5pm summer in the world, but the two-year-olds start the day here. Gents over the 1,200 metres. Sovereign fun came out pretty early in the piece. Blind date comes out, but Munns, the two-year-olds here. What's the market with Tab saying about the first on the day? Yeah, well, Sovereign Fund comes out, runs in Brisbane. The deduction here, 26 cents a win and 17 cents a place. So we start with Besson here, first of the Al Merton uh, progeny to uh, grace the racetrack, I would think, and it is a $21 chance. Big Boy George at $31. Hard Pick is a $34 pop. Then we go to the Little Pumper at $3.80. It'll be have a stallion chain on today, just make it uh, control it a little bit better in the enclosure and probably behind the barriers. Uh, Zenma Master at $26. Denman Star with blinkers on today at $7.50. Hatchy Man is a $6 chance. Infatuation, a $3 favourite. Energised with the blinkers on at $11. Blind Date is out two cents a win and nothing the place. Cathay Bracelet at $19. And Cha 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 is a $41 pop. Uh, very solid money here for Infatuation. Uh, when uh, 
the topic came out, Sovereign Fund, it was a $3.40 chance. Now, since that point in time, we have bet as much as $3.50 about it and is now right into $3 and has three and a half times the amount of money on the little pumper. Well, it went up $3.50 when Sovereign Fund came came out. It's out to $3.80 now. Uh, and they are a fair way ahead of the rest. Denman Star is the next pick. And fourth pick there is Little Separating, Energised and Cathay Bracelet. Yeah, and good speed here, Anthony. I think the Little Pumper and Denman Star both raced on speed at their last starts. They've drawn favourably here. Uh, Craig Carmody's two first starters, Cha-Cha-Cha and Zen Master, they showed good speed in their, their recent trial. Besson might try to look to take advantage of the inside gate and Rachel King should be able to find cover on the favourite infatuation just off the speed, Anthony. Yeah, I saw it the same way, Ray. You're right, a lot of speed, even hard pick showed very good speed at the trials and it's drawn an outside gate. Uh, look, five to beat nine, seven and two. The little pumper on top had trialled particularly well prior to that first up run in the English nursery. He got checked at the start and then had to be used up to sit outside the leader. He just faded the last 200. I'd say that race behind Saltair was perhaps one of the better two-year-old races for, for this part of the, the season. We're only midway through. And he'll take some improvement from that. This race doesn't look as tough on paper. And uh, if he doesn't lead, can find himself leaders back and from there be pretty hard to beat. From nine, infatuation. She'll also get a good run. Gee, she's raced without luck, hasn't she? She was badly held up on debut behind Barber. She was excellent at her next run behind Barber and then had no luck at, at all at Wyong when she was held up for room the last 100. So she's desperate for a bit of luck in running and she'll be awfully hard to beat. Seven Denman Star probably leads, like you said, gives a good sight. Went down fighting at Warwick Farm last week. And number two, Besson. I just want to keep him safe. Uh, first started by Al Merton, as Glenn said from a strong stable, quite trials. I'll watch him today, but wouldn't surprise if he ran very well. Five to beat nine, seven and two. Yeah, similar numbers, Anthony. Slightly different order. I'm with the favourite infatuation. As you pointed out, she hasn't had much luck. At Wyong last start, she was on the inside and didn't get much galloping room uh, from the top of the straight to the finish. Should have finished a lot closer than fifth to Sovereign Fund. Her effort prior to that and the golden gift was brave when she looked the winner until the final few bounds when Barber came from nowhere to win. So, look, I think her form reads well for this race. I think run-of-the-race stuff goes her way and nine infatuation, I think, can get the job done. I'm also anticipating improvement from the little pumper who, who held on well in the nursery behind Saltair. I agree, Anthony, that looks to be a strong form race. Saltair and the runner-up for Seal, both promising two-year-olds, and the little pumper did a good job on debut. I've also found seven Denman star. Gee, I thought he fought on well um, when a close second of all entrance at the Warwick Farm midweeks. Uh, he's been underrated, this horse. He's going around a good odds most starts. He invariably runs well and hard pick. I did find him in that recent Hawkesbury trial when he was held up, got out and did hit the line nicely. Um, Edward Cummings stable going really well at the moment. In the open, I've got nine infatuation on top, nine, five, seven and four. Nine on top for Darren, infatuation to beat seven Denman star, five the little pumper and eight 
Apache Man. So it's nine, seven, five, and eight for Darren Flindell in race number one. A few clouds coming around Ramwick at the moment. It feels like it wants to rain, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Munns race two, the Tab Highway this afternoon, class three, fourteen hundred metres. And if you find the winner here, the value kind of looks after itself that bit. How's our market for race two, the Tab Highway? Well, as is the case in most Tab Highways, Richard, and Tab Midways for... Uh, not Tab Midways, but Midways uh, for that case. It's pretty wide, and it's $5 the field today. We start with Secretively here for a stable that's on fire at the moment in Matty Dale, and it's a $19 chance. Zayru is an $11 chance. A lockdown gamble. Now, a nearside blinker goes on, and the tongue tie comes off. Uh, first start today for 42 days after pulling up a bit short at Kembla. It's an $18 chance. King of Spades. Well, it's 70 days since its last run. It's at $6.50. Now, there is a stable that's going well. Daniel Syme. Uh, we've got uh, Super Extreme. Last start, uh, Tab Highway winner. $5 and equal favourite at that price. Mr Severino is a $31 chance. Lan Kwai Fong at $13. Dan Zadell having start 1,000 in a highway. It's $17. Al Baez. Now, Amy McLucas will only claim two kilos here uh, and it's a $23 chance. Dark Satin is out, no deduction. Indicative. Stablemate to uh, Super Extreme and $5 equal favourite with it. Blood River is an $11 chance. Titration. Jason Collett at this stage a half over at $11. Capital Gamble is out. One set the winner, nothing to place. I like big putts uh, with the synthetic hoof filler on the front at $51. I'd rather have the big ones than the little ones. Uh, Master of Rewards at 19 Shubik. Uh, now, Andrew Atkins, your rider there. EMF's pre-race, and it's a $41 chance. Down to Worth, out no deduction. Rasama, out no deduction. Uh, most popular runner here is actually Indicative. Uh, over a super extreme, not a great deal between them. A uh, little separating Dan Zadell, Blood River and King of Spades is the next pick. Bit of a charge of the light brigade here early, yeah, um, Anthony. Probably circuitously from gate four, looks to hold the rail and leads. Indicative will go with him. Out wide, Blood River and Titration both like to roll forward. So the speed will be on. Where Super Extreme gets to, probably gets midfield. Uh, hopefully with some cover, you can peel out from the turn. Yeah, they'll go flat out, won't they? Secretively went like uh, last week's pay in that Gundy Bridge race. It went flat out, so you'd expect it'll probably lead. I, I couldn't see anything uh, crossing it from where it's drawn. Uh, look, seven to beat five, four and eight. I really like Lang Kwai Fong here. She came back in terrific order at Armadale, first up in a class two. She got skittled on the home turn, badly checked was lucky to stay on her feet, but then she picked herself up and she roared away to win very impressively. She won by three lengths. She beat a horse called Airly Bell. It's won three out of five this preparation, since won again at Tamworth on Christmas Eve. And the third horse out of that race, A to B, well, it's near enough to an open handicap horse up in that Tamworth region. She'll be better for the run under her belt, given that she's got to sort of 1,900, 2,000 last preparation. And those form lines absolutely stack up for her first crack at a tab highway. And I think she's great value. Horse number seven, Lang Kwai Fong. To beat five, super extreme. Well, he beat uh, the bulk of these last start. Came from barrier 15 of 15. Evidently found a good spot, but was too good for them. So expecting he'll be very hard to beat again with a similar map. Good speed to be able to blend in at the right time. Four king of spades was placed in three of these tab highways prior to the break. 14 is a really good starting point for him. And he gets the claim while number eight, Dan Zadell. 
as Glenn said, she just keeps fronting up week after week in these tab highways. She'll lob another one of these one day, but she's super consistent. So I'll throw her in the numbers. Uh, seven to beat five, four and eight. Yeah, I kept looking for horses to beat. Super extreme, Anthony, but I've ended up coming back to him in the end. Uh, as you mentioned, he, he overcame that wide barrier and was just too good at Randwick last at over the 1400. He's drawn a little better today. The speed's on. He should be able to find some cover and peel out from the turn. I think it, it might be a repeat from December 17. Super extreme. I think we'll get the job done again. Cameron Crockett trained one, two, three that day, and I think he'll be hard to beat here with the another of his runners in indicative to give a stable Quinella. It drew wide, had to do a bit of work in that highway that Super Extreme won two weeks ago. Held on well to run third. Drawn a lot better today. Should settle on speed. Give a kick. Be hard to run down. I agree. Uh, four King of Spades first up at the 1400. Nice and fresh. will be charging home. And I also found uh, number seven, Lon Kwai Fong in my numbers as well, Anthony. Um, that was a, a terrific win at Armadale first up and he could only improve off that but super extremes in great form the one to beat in the highway five on top five eleven four and seven or five thirteen and two four king of spades to beat five super extreme thirteen titration in for third and number two zaru for four so it's uh, four five thirteen two for darren in race number two race three we go into now muns and well, he's one of the real highlight horses at Randwick today three-year-old race the third the schweppes handicap benchmark 72 1300 meters the betting says it might be a formality for gaza blanket the opposition might have something else to so. Mm, yeah, with a couple of the scratchings, at least it's not double figures uh, bar the favourite anymore. Uh, Resonate is our toppy here, and it's a $17 chance. Gaza Blanca, uh, favourite and odds on at $1.90. Daytona at $8.50. Yoshina at 9 Operative at 12 O Tycoon at 13 Straight Acer at $16. Mr Rocket is out, $0.03 cents a winner, $0.02 cents a place. Tango Fame, lugging bit on, blinkers on, and it's a $19 chance. Cadetship is out, two cents a win and one cent the place. Glint of Silver at $16. Now Hokkaido, uh, it had in the gear changes a gelding but raced as a gelding in New Zealand. Uh, earmuffs pre-race and the cross nose band comes off having its first Australian start at $16 and flashing steel is a scratching. Well, one of, if not the best supported runner on the card here in Gaza Blanca, as much as 350 bet about it. So if you're on it at the 350, uh, you've got to take uh, five five sets of deductions there. So the best way to work that out, if you're on it at the 350, you get your calculator and you say 3.5 is $3.50. I gave this exercise the other day and Anthony Mann was very happy with my explanations. So whatever price you're on it at, say it's 350. So you say, right, $3.50 is 3.5. There's five cents of deduction, so multiply the 3.5 by 0.95, because that's what you got left on the face value of the ticket, and you're on it at $3.32. Um, very well, albeit it was as short as $1.85 this morning, and it's back out to $1.90 now. Uh, it has 20 times the amount of money on the second pick, which is straight Acer. I think I saw Anthony Again, just, nod, no, just nodding at yeah. you, Munns, when you <laughs> went through that with him. Well, you'll be amazed, Richard, uh, the amount of people that do bet have no idea about the rules that they're betting into, have no idea what deductions are, and have no idea about a lot of other things. <laughs> That's why we use MUNS, Rich. Happy New Year. 
exactly. Um, hey, Anthony, good speed again here. Glint to Silver's drawn a nice gate, probably holds rubber. I can see Resonator coming across with O-Tycoon, and they might press on with Resonator and try and lead. Daytona's going to lob into a perfect spot, as will the favourite Garza Blanca. He's been heavily backed here, and he's racing for Magic Million, a Magic Millions Guineas favouritism as well, Anthony. Yeah, it sets up pretty good for him. I, I think Daytona, for sure, they'll be much more positive. I'm not sure if there was a change of tactics last start at Canterbury. It ended up last in a small field, but prior to that had been leading. I'd expect them to be more positive from where it's drawn. Look, I'm with the favourite. Two to beat, three, 12 and five. He was very unlucky not to beat Felix Majestic. He was a little slow to begin four weeks ago. Found himself midfield and then kind of got shuffled back coming to the home turn, didn't he? He was held up from the turn to the 300, but he, he really took ground off the winner late. The time out of that race stacked up. They ran faster overall than the uh, benchmark 78 and for the last 600 um, on the same distance, same day. And he perhaps should have won. Uh, prior to that, he broke the track record at Cranbourne, uh, over 1,200 metres, uh, going really well. And it all sets up pretty good for him here from, from where he's drawn. So expecting he can bounce back. Number two, Garza Blanca, made in the best bit of the day from number three, uh, Daytona. As I mentioned, um, got a long way back there at Canterbury, was last in a small field. The run was pretty good. Only finished fourth, but from where it was, was perhaps a little better than what it reads on paper. Uh, it was difficult to win given the way the, the race shaped, but I think they'll be more positive and did win prior at Warwick Farm defeating Lasquetti Boom and third in that race was Robusto, so that all lines up pretty good. And from an inside draw, it'll race well. 12 Hokkaido is one that interested me. I'll be keen to see if you get your thoughts here. He's um, a former New Zealander. Uh, he's seven weeks between runs. He's had a recent trial at Warwick Farm, which was very quiet. But if you line his form up, particularly his most recent run at Arwapuni behind Matter of Honour when he finished third, that horse is uh, absolutely stakes quality in New Zealand. So I think he'll make the grade, this fellow, if not today, but down the track. Big watch on him. And five operative. Um, one, two in a row first, or one, two in a row early this preparation. And then raced a bit tight for room last time out behind Iona Merck. But that Tashi form prior at Rose Hill lines up pretty good. Uh, third in that race was Felix Majestic, so it all sort of lines up around Garza Blanca, and I think he can run well. Two to beat three, 12 and five. Yeah, Hikardo is a very interesting runner, isn't he, Anthony? And um, the speed on here will suit him. I think he'll be hitting the line harder. Definitely a horse I want to watch today and follow in the future. Can't tip against two Garza Blanca. Um, Anthony summed it up beautifully. Uh, his run at Rose Hill was outstanding. His final 600 metres, 32.78, closing fast on Felix Majestic, who ran very fast time to win. And as Anthony said at his previous start, he smashed the clock at Cranbourne and beat a good horse called Grease by three lengths. He's a promising colt, this bloke, and at the moment he's equal favourite for the Magic Millions Guineas. If he wins and wins well, as I expect, he might get outright favouritism for the big one in a couple of weeks. Three Daytona was just a touch slow away, got into an awkward spot inside runners there at Canterbury. Should have finished a lot closer, only beaten just over a length into fourth spot and was never really tested. He gets run of the race today. I think he'll be hard to beat. Four Yoshino, third up here, one third up last prep, and that was a solid effort at Canterbury last start. And uh, of the others, seven straight Acer, uh, sorry, one Resonator, I think, will race on speed and improve seven straight Acer, the best of the rest. Two, three, four, and one. Garza Blanca, very, very hard to beat in the third. Mm.
two on top for Darren. Two, seven, six and five. Two, Gaza Blanca. To beat number seven straight, Asa. Six, O Tycoon. And five, Operative in the third race on the day. Race four, Munns at Ramwick today, is the E-Group Security Handicap. Phillies and Mares here, and a benchmark 78, 1100 metres. Yeah, we're starting with Rubitar, who is a $5.50 chance. Pretty wild, having its first start since Gong Day at $3.40, makes it favourite. Fearnaught is out, three cents a win and three cents a place. I think it's in tomorrow. Uh, Miss Fox is out, runs later, five cents a win and six cents a place. Starberetta at $15. Edna is a $5.50 chance. Undeniable at $51. Pakari Kari, uh, now Nash at this stage, a half over at $4.20. Wave Rider Boy, or as we said uh, the other night for our American uh, listeners, a Wave Rider Buoy uh, at $7 and twice as special is a $10 chance. Most popular runner here is Pretty Wild, albeit this morning, $3.30 out to $3.40. Has just under double the investment on Wave Rider Boy. Third pick is twice as special who runs here rather than the other race it was in. And fourth pick is Edna, who's got a trim from six fifty to five fifty this morning. I don't think I'll be breaking any track records here, um, Anthony, but uh, look, Edna races on speed. She has done at Canterbury in her last two wins. She'll probably settle and find the fence. Rupertar, I guess, if they want to be urgent enough, really could cross and lead, otherwise sit outside the leader. Uh, they'll roll along at an even enough tempo. Pretty wild. The favourite should get the run of the race. With numbers nine to beat two, six and one. Number nine, Wave Rider Boy here. She's first up from a three-month break. She was given a, a nice hit-out in a recent trial at Rose Hill. It was a, a strong heat. She finished alongside Bitcoin Baby, who's since won. Bowmaster ran second, and he was narrowly beaten first up. Uh, her form last time in was terrific. She won first up at Warwick Farm, then she got within two lengths of Troach and Opal Ridge at Rose Hill, and then a long neck of man Zoyce and then she was spelled on uh, after failing on a heavy track I, I think her form is terrific and from an inside draw first up on the back of a, a sharp trial she can run really well number nine wave rider boy to beat two pretty wild uh, looked the winner at Kembla before being run down behind Star Bowetta that form all lines up pretty good she has had six weeks between runs been waiting for the right race and the right gate with her so a little break between runs uh, number six, Edna just continues to race well at those Canterbury night meetings. Ran the fastest last 600 of the night to win last time, so she's got to take that next step. But no reason why she can't. And one, Rupertar, very good first up behind the informed dehorned unicorn, and drew wide and had to be used up last time. It can improve. So nine to beat two, six, and one. Yeah, the point that Anthony's made, re pretty wild, uh, is important. Six weeks between runs off that really good effort at Kembla, first up over 1,200. Has to come back a fraction to 1,100, but I just think that uh, Chris Wall has kept the freshness in her legs. And the way this race sets up, they won't go super hard up front. She'll be third tracking those leaders. She'll peel out, and I think she'll get the job done. Two pretty wild on top. Watching for Pokari Curry. She'll be back in the field. The speed won't suit her, but she has got a really good turn of foot and she does sprint well fresh. If there is any tempo up front, it could set up for her flashing home. Six Edna will race on speed, probably lead and she'll give a kick as she always does and one Rupertar I also think will improve sharply here but two pretty wild gets run of the race stuff. Be very, very hard to beat in the fourth. Two, eight, six and one.
Darren's with tab number eight here. Poor Curry Curry. It's a score here. It's eight, nine, two and six. Eight, nine, two and six for Darren in the fourth on the program. Let's get on to race number five at Ramwick this afternoon. This will be a midway uh, handicap today, Munza. Benchmark 72, 1100 metres. We had Kristen Buchanan on the radio here just before seven o'clock and she's most hopeful that Oakfield Duke can get the business done in race five. Well, it's our punters because he's the best supported runner in the race and his favourite. But our toppy is Garrison. Has bar plates on the front, but the synthetical filler comes off today, resuming at $9.50. Oakfield Duke resuming as well at $3.60 makes it favourite. Expresso, not there. Five cents a win and seven cents a place. Weight of the stars is out, no deduction. Belieber. Uh, the earmuffs are on in the race only, and a lugging bit goes on as well, and it's a $13 chance. Two up at $26. Holy Tycoon resuming at $13. Italian Informant is a $9 chance. Esone, uh, Chad Schofield, your rider there, at $7. Vindication, Nash is one kilo over at the moment, 56 kilos, and Vindication is an $8 chance. Vegas Raider with the earmuffs pre-race at 15 Captain George, not there, no deduction. Send me a legend out, no deduction. Midnight Oasis at $51. Liberty Sun is out, runs uh, in another race there. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Miss Fox runs here at $13. Broken Arrows runs here as a $10 chance and twice a special scratch runs in the other race. Two cents a win and one cent to place. Best supported runner is Oakfield Duke. Uh, well, it did go up as much as $7. This morning, though, has been three fifty out to three sixty. There's been solid money this morning for S-Own here. Uh, they took $10 at quarter past seven, but that was before Liberty Sun and Twice as Special had come out, so they got to cop the deduction there. But since that point, it's been $8.50 into $7, with 90% of the money received today. And the market's been up since Wednesday, although it was in a race tomorrow at Canterbury when no rider declared they probably thought it was going to run tomorrow. Third pick is Vindication and fourth pick is Italian Informant. Yeah, speed on here, believe on the inside barrier probably leads, led a thousand metre race this last start. Garrison first up today, showed good speed in recent trials, probably settles outside Belieber. Um, horses like Captain, uh, sorry, like um, Two Up and Vindication will go forward. Oakfield Duke's got a nice gate but probably gets back, maybe two pairs back the fence. Anthony? Yeah, it should be good speed, Ray, a big-ish field. I'm with you, Glenn. I had S on running uh, at Canterbury. I'll have to do a reshuffle when I get to the races. But for what it's worth for the moment, 7 to beat 2, 8 and 10. Uh, number 7, Holy Tycoon. Very tough race, this, these midways. But 7, Holy Tycoon's first up from a three-month break. Looked good in a recent Wyong trial. Closed off really strongly. Did win first up last prep at Musselbrook. And if you pick the eyes out of her form... Last time in, she was a winner at Canterbury, defeating Fox Fighter. It's since placed in a stakes race, so that all reads good. And then uh, went down fighting behind Cote uh, in a midway, and that horse won a, a stakes race at its next start. And third in that particular race was either or, who won a midway. So the form references are pretty strong. I know it form suggests that she's best on wet tracks, but I don't think she's really seen a, a good or a firm surface. And just based on what we saw first at the trials, I think she can run well here, number seven, Holy Tycoon, at, at good odds. To beat two Oakfield Duke, he won four in a row last prep. 
then had excuses prior to the break with a slow recovery. He looked very good in a recent trial. He chased a tearaway leader. They ran fast time. He's come back in terrific order and he gets run of the race stuff here. Eighth Italian informant. He's going really well. Had the, the race run to suit to win a Warwick Farm, but was there at the right time to get it done. And this sets up pretty similar. Number 10, Vindication. Uh, complete forget last start when it got caught wide, but that form around Starbell letter and Excelitis in the two runs prior reads good for a race like this. It can run well, and yeah, I'll be doing a little reshuffle, I think, because Esson, now that it gets a run, or now that they've decided to run, he's absolutely a winning chance. Seven to beat, two, eight, and ten for the moment. I'm with the two at the top of the weights here with uh, two Oakfield Duke on top from one Garrison. Jesus Horse did a super job at his debut prep, winning four races in a row from six starts. Resuming here, as Anthony mentioned, he looked really good in that Wyong trial just before Christmas. And Barry Draw, perfect, gets a nice run just off the speed. And we know this horse is very, very genuine under pressure, as is one Garrison. Resuming here, also off two excellent trial wins. And look back through his form. He ran second, beaten less than length by Dehorned Unicorn at Warwick Farm back in June. So when he last raced, that's very strong form for this. 9S zone will get back off speed, but will be charging home, as will eight Italian informant, both um, coming off excellent last start runs. Broken Arrows, now he's in the race. Also hard to beat. 2 one, nine, and 8 Oakfield Duke on top. Okay, uh, number nine, Esson here for Darren Flindell. Darren's numbers for race five are nine, two, eight and one. That's nine, two, eight and one for Darren Flindell in race five on the day. Let's push on to race number six, and this is probably our feature here, Munns. Good class of galloper here. The benchmark 100, it is the Drinkwise Maroubra Mile. Yes, and Jojo as a man looking to maintain a very good Ramwick record is our toppy here at $4.20. Purple Sector at $7.50. Steely is a $2.80 chance, and that makes it favourite. Bethancourt at 13 Bullfinch at $6.50. Shameless Miss at 19 Mark Schnell. Now, Ellen Hennessy will only claim a kilo and a half here, and it is a $6 chance, and Almania having its first start in 25 months is a $26 chance. Most popular runner here is Steely. Um, he's been 280, 290, $280 since Wednesday. Has uh, doubled the investment on Jojo as a man who went up 360 uh, second pick on Wednesday has been 4 out to 420 since then and third pick is Bull Finch uh, who went up as much as 857 now 650 Steely probably leads here guys, um, no real um, designated leader. Mark Snell will come across, probably settle outside. Leader JJ was a man, might get a very similar run to what he got last week when he was very strong late I see it the same way. I can see Jojo was a man just behind Steely and perhaps Max Schnell. Uh, one to beat three, seven and five. He did me a favour last week. Jojo was a man and I'll, I'll stick with him on the seven day backup. He had the leader's back popped out at the right time. He, he was nice and fit after that brutal run at uh, Ramwick on the 10th of December when he worked hard behind Nugget and uh, he was too good for them last week. Uh, I'll tip him to beat number three, Steely, who did fight it out bravely with Nugget in that same race. I do note that he clearly beat Jojo was a man that day. However, Jojo was a man, worked really hard for the first six or 800 metres of that race to, to find his spot. And the run told late, and he, he got beat three and a half lengths. It's a different set of circumstances now, because Jojo's nice and fit, and he's not going to have to do anywhere near as much work as what he did last time they met. And I think the quick backup suits him a little better than, than Steely. He's had that three-week break between runs. 
Um, I do note Steely hasn't won for over 12 months, so just be mindful of that if, you, if you're backing the favourite. I thought Jojo was a man who could topple him. One to beat three. Uh, seven, Max Schnell with that big weight drop. Uh, so if it's if, if Ellen's only claiming one and a half, it's an eight, eight and a half kilo drop in the weights from its win here last week. And um, and Bullfinch, who's got that same form reference as Steely, and Jojo was a man behind Nugget last night. So obviously got to be in the mix. One, three, seven and five. Yeah, same uh, four numbers, Anthony, but I've gone steely on top from Jojo was a man. Look, his form's excellent. He, twice he's run second to Nugget, including last start at Ramwick over the mile on December 10. Nugget has since come out and won a stakes race on Boxing Day in Melbourne, the Lord Stakes. So the form around him is excellent. His only failure in his last four starts was at 2,000, which might have been a touch too far, two runs back. But today probably leads or settles on speed, gets run of the race stuff. He's bursting to win a race. I think today is the day from three for three still. He won Jojo was a man on the back up here but he was good late at Randwick and it was a soft win last Saturday over the mile and uh, he deserved that race his previous runs. He didn't have much luck he's back in good form I've also got seven Mark Snell in my numbers and five Bullfinch both in form racing well but three Steely I think today's the day. Three, one seven and five. Okay Darren Flindell's numbers uh, for race number six at Randwick today. Number one, Jojo was a man to beat number three, Steely, five, uh, Bullfinch, and two, Purple Sector. So it's one, three, six, uh, one, three, five, and two, one, three, five, and two for Darren in race six. Short break here, Racing HQ Saturday. Uh, a good look at the quaddy on the other side. Hey trainers, is your horse a fussy eater? Can't keep weight on, has loose manure, anxious behaviour or is prone to tying up? Racing and intense exercise is stressful to the gut, which can affect performance. Poseidon Animal Health has the answers with their new racing specific supplement Digestive RP. Targeting the entire digestive system, Digestive RP will power performance from within. Visit PoseidonThoroughbred.com to learn how to best fuel your horse's engine. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on a massive 28 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Lalo, what's in the box? That's a new 75-inch TV, Mum. No, that box. That's an espresso coffee machine. No, not that one. Mum, there are so many boxes. It's our biggest Bingley Boxing Day sale ever. Boxing. Get it? No. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide. From kitchen and laundry, TVs and tech, health and fitness. Yes, it's really big. But what's in the box you're holding? That's my lunch. That's really big too. The Bingley Boxing Day Sale. On now. Bingley. Better living every day. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale. January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. 
Racing HQ. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Race 7 at Randwick today. We're going to do the Randwick preview here for New Year's Eve. Ray Thomas, Anthony Manton, Glenn Munsey breaking these races down. Munz, race number 7 is the Fujitsu General Handicap. Benchmark 78, 2,000 metres. Ain't no done deal. Received 28% of the public vote for the Behind the Gates Multi. Edged out by infatuation, but I think he's going to be a pretty popular horse today nonetheless. Yep, so let's have a look at this market where Outlandos is a $17 chance. Ain't No Deal Done is our favourite at $4. Morris is me dad. Uh, they put a lugging bit on today. They've taken the blinkers off him and he's been to the trial since he stood in the boxes here a couple of weeks ago. He's an $11 chance. Tony B's at 5 Too much caviar at $6.50. Oceanic Flash at 18 Oz Legend is a $15 chance. Bacchio Del Mist at $13. Mate and Bullwinkle's not here. She runs in Melbourne. 16 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Three wise men. Nashua Willer at this stage a half over at $8. Socrates is a $23 chance. Youthful at $13. Al Bell Fee at $101. Just Business at $51. And Freckles won't be going around. He's going around at Warwick Farm on Wednesday for those people that are following the fortunes of Real Peace. And no deduction taken for him being out. Uh, most popular runner here. Only Just is ain't no deal done over Tony B and they dominate those two runners they're a very very long way ahead of Too Much Caviar and Oz Legend Tempo here, Anthony. Look, too much caviar on trial. The trip, he does like to roll along up in front. I think he'll lead and probably try to dictate, but Socrates and Youthful are two others who do like to, to roll forward early in their races. Maurice's my dad might look to come across from the wide gate. Too much caviar should lead. I think the pace should be genuine enough, Anthony. Yeah, I see it the same way. Numbers are 2, 4, 12 and 5. Number 2, ain't no deal done. The Victorian, he took a couple of runs this time round, but his third run in at Sandown last time was excellent. Pace suited, he was probably eight or ten lengths off them at the top of the straight, but uh, the first two horses roared away to fight it out the last 200. He went down fighting behind right, you are. That horse has since won a game. Um, the race rated really well. It was 13 lengths better than standard, so he's absolutely ready to win. I'd like to see him a lot closer in the run. And I do note that at the back end of his last prep, he, he was much closer. He ran second at Caulfield one day when he rode the speed. So I think he can be closer, and he might need to be. I don't want to see him giving away that much of a start. But he's the horse to beat number two. Ain't no deal done. To beat four, Tony B, who attacked the line under similar conditions last time. It's the same setup here, same track, same distance. He just raises five kilos in the weights. I thought this 12 youthful ran particularly well at Wyong last time out. Got caught wide for the first 500, had to sit outside the leader and then was left in front a long way from home. Did a really good job to finish second and fight too much caviar leads and gives the side 2 4 12, 5. I've gone the four, Tony B, from the two, ain't no deal done here. Look, I just love the way you attacked the line, as Anthony mentioned, behind Global Osbred two weeks ago over the 2,000 here. He, he would have gone close to breaking 33 seconds coming home at the end of 2,000. It was a terrific effort. He's slowly progressed up in trip, and that last start has him rock solid here. Fifth up, 2,000 metres. I concede he has to go up a fair bit in weight, but the pace should be on in this race, which will suit him, and he'll be 
be charging home again. I've got him on top for Tony B. From the two, ain't no deal done. Anthony summed it up beautifully. This race does set up well for him. Fourth up off a really good effort at Sandown last start. Anthony and Sam Friedman, whenever they bring their horses to Sydney, invariably they're competitive. Um, eight, Barcio Del Miss. We heard from Cherie Curtis earlier this morning. This mare's just in great touch. She's racing potentially for a start in the Magic Million Sub-Zero in a couple of weeks. Her form reads well for this and she won't be too far away. She's been consistent all prep and five too much caviar. Did a good job to win at Warwick Farm under a big weight last start. Is on trial at the trip but he's a tough horse. He'll be in front for a long, long way. Four, Tony B on top. Four, two, eight and five. Well, with the way Darren sees it with number five, too much caviar. Puts number five on top here, too much caviar to beat four. Tony B, two, uh, ain't no deal done. And ten, three wise men. So five, four, two and ten for Darren in race number seven. Race eight, we go to here. Munns, the tab handicap. Yeah, it could well be the race. I don't know if you're scratching us here, but a good contest. The benchmark 78, 1100 metres. Yes, and uh, some, some running that we didn't think we're going to be running. Uh, we've got Quick Tempo here is a $9 chance. Noble Soldier out, no deduction. Now, Bellagio missed last start winner at Big Odds. He's Big Odds again today at $23. Dehorned Unicorn, favourite at $2.70. Liberty Suns at $34. Sacramony with an offside bubble cheeker on at $4.20. He's a hot shot out. Five cents a win and five cents a play. Stromboli is a $6 chance. Rubitar out. Broke, no deduction. Broken arrow. Arrows out, runs earlier, four cents a win and three cents a place. Lancaster Bomber at 23 and Vowmaster. I thought 99% of the people thought it would run tomorrow. Uh, runs today, though, and it's $4.60. Um, not the busiest being race of the day because a lot of people were waiting to see where a number of these were going. Uh, Dehorned Unicorn is the most popular runner. There's still about a quarter of the money uh, for it has come today. It's only moved between $3 and $2.70. It's Wednesday. Uh, it's the most popular runner. Uh, Vowmaster is actually second pick now that it's running here today. Albeit it's gone 420 out to 460 this morning, and it did open 460 on Wednesday. Third pick is the Toppy in Quick Tempo has been 850 out to nine so far this morning, and fourth pick is Sacrimony, who this morning went up a five dollar chance and is now four dollars and twenty cents, but is only fourth pick so far today. Interesting speed map. Liberty Sun and maybe Stromboli, who's drawn out wide, come across and lead. Our Bellagio miss probably tucks in behind them. Dehorn Unicorn gets run of the race stuff here with cover just off that speed. Sacrimony behind it. Quick Tempo and Vowmaster will be giving Dehorn Unicorn a start from the turn. There should be a genuine enough tempo, though, 1,100 and, and some fast horses. Uh, 12 to beat 4, 8 and 6. Number 12, Valmaster, was terrific first up from that near enough to two-year break. It was a little slow to begin, found himself last on the turn, squeezed through between runners late and was unlucky not to win that race, uh, won by Albalagio Miss. Obviously, he's got more upside given that he was first up after such a long break. He tried pretty sharp prior. So I'm leaning his way from 4D Horned Unicorn, who's got the right form on paper, chasing home IME. That reads terrifically well. He does have to rise 8.5 kilos in the weight. That was my just little niggle with him. H. Stromboli's a pretty good horse with a decent record, and he makes his own luck. And uh, horse number six, Sacrimony, was very good at its most recent run when covering ground behind Iona Merck, and it can run well. 12, 4, 8, and 6. 
Yeah, I'm with the 12 as well. Valmaster, that was a super run at his comeback. He, he's broken 32 seconds coming home his last 600 off a very, very fast speed. Al Bellagio miss hanging on to win that 1,000-metre scamper. But Valmaster's run was just outstanding. Had to change courses, Anthony mentioned in the straight, but absolutely stormed home. And one more stride, he wins. He will be conceding dehorned unicorn a start, but I think from the top of the straight, he'll be unleashing. And I think Valmaster 12, promising horse, can get the job done. To be fair, though, for Dehorned Unicorn can't be going any better. He is absolutely flying. Terrific at Rose Hill when resuming, running down Authentic Jewel. And then it took a really good mare in I Am Me to run near course record time to beat him last at a 1,200. Got to come back a fraction in trip today and he's up in the weights, but he does get run of the race stuff, Dehorned Unicorn. Six Sacramony, I agree. His form's excellent. Bumped into two in-form horses at his two runs since resuming. And uh, eight Stromboli, nice horse, goes well fresh, putting a nice record, goes in with this with um, out of recent trial, but we know he does perform fresh and he'll be hard to beat. But 12 Valmaster, watch for him storming home late. 12, 4, 6 and 8 in race 8. I think Darren's with number one here. Quick tempo to score in race eight. To beat number four, Dehorn Unicorn. Six, Sacrimony and 12, Vowmaster. Darren's numbers for race eight, one, four, six and 12. On to race number nine, we go around with this afternoon. And uh, that is the Kiora Prague Handicap here, Munns. Three-year-olds and upwards, benchmark 78, 1,600 metres. One of the more interesting runners of the day near the top of the market here. Yeah, so we start with a few scratchings here. Almania, who runs earlier, is out, no deductions. Spangler is out. Seven cents a win and seven cents a play. So Australian bloodstock are left with Kettle Hill to represent them here, and it's the favourite at $2.30. Phillipsburg at 21, Royal Zeller 26. Canadian dancer, uh, the O'Day Hoisted team, bring it down from Brisbane at $9.50. Yukon is a $34 pop. Arna Kerr with synthetic hoof filler on the near four at $10. King Rattel is an $11 chance. DiMaggio is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Banjoo is a $9 chance. Arnold at 7. Navy Seal at 10. And Mon Felicity returning to the races today at $31. Uh, one of the better back runners on the card here in the shape of Kettle Hill was entered for Mooney Valley as well. They've decided to run it here. Uh, as much as three forty given about it. Um, still the most popular run today. Roughly half of the money invested on it has uh, gone on it at $2.30. So it's the favourite here. Just over half the investment on the race. About five times as popular as Canadian Dancer. He's had some good money this morning, albeit unchanged at $9.50. In fact, just under half the total investment uh, on it has come this morning. Third pick would be Mon Felicity, as much as $101 given about this mare returning today. And fourth pick is Naval Seal. Yeah, what leads here, boys? Maybe Banjo down on the weights with the claim. He's rock hard fit, drawn well, finds the fence, probably leads. Phillipsburg does like to race on speed. I think they'll be urgent early with Yukon to try and cross and get in position. The pace should be genuine enough, Anthony. Yeah, there's a few leaders there, even though DiMaggio comes out. There's a few others that can go forward. Uh, three to beat, 11, 13 and 12. Uh, number three, Kettle Hill. This was um, terrific first up. First Australian start at Sandown. It was a farcical run race. They absolutely walked. Mathematically, it was near impossible to win from where it was, and it got held up from the turn to the 350, ducked and weaved its run. 
and came back along the rails and it charged through the line to finish fourth behind Savannah Cloud. That horse has won four in a row down in Melbourne, so the form reads terrific on paper. Uh, second up will be better suited at 1,600 metres and just hope it can be a little bit closer in the run. Uh, looks at import that can certainly make the grade. Number three, Kettle Hill. From 11, Banjoo. He's an on-speed type, makes his own luck. I thought he was terrific last time out. When he sat outside the leader, he showed a good turn of foot to dash clearly at the top of the straight, was ultimately run down. But he'll uh, run a similar race again today. 13 Naval Seal was a bit unlucky at its most recent run and perhaps should have finished a touch closer. While 12, um, Arnold, he had a bit of a rap on him early on. I thought his run was just plain first up, but I'll give him another chance. He was beaten favourite. He was hard in the market too. So I'll give him another chance second up. Maybe he can improve getting to the mile. 13 to beat 11. Uh, sorry, three to beat 11, 13 and 12. Yeah, you summed it up beautifully, Ree Kettle Hill. Um, that run at Sandown was an absolute eye-catcher. His form in England prior was was impressive. The Australian bloodstock uh, boys, Jamie Lovett and Luke Morell, they just get it right so often, don't they? And they've got another nice horse here in Kettle Hill. I think the tempo should be sold enough because he'll probably get back in the field with the Randwick Mile. He'll get his chance to unleash, and I think three Kettle Hill, one of the better bets of the day. I'm also giving 12 Arnold another chance. Left a little flat-footed at the 1,400 first up, out to a mile here. Uh, he's got ability, Arnold. I think he can improve. Nine, King Rattel loves Randwick and just had to be impressed the way he attacked the line to win, albeit in weaker grade at last start. And 13, Naval Seal. Look, I know he's had chances and probably been a touch disappointing, but he's rock-hard fit and he hasn't been beaten far in his last couple. But three, Kettle Hill just needs even luck and running, and he's the horse to beat in race nine. Three, 12, nine and... And 13. Three on top for Darren, his best of the day, Kettle Hill. A good thing, three, nine, eight, and 13. Three, nine, eight, 13 for Darren in race number nine. Tenth and last year, Munns finished off with the Furphy handicap at benchmark 78, 1300 metres. Yes, and May Girardi is a $15 chance. Munitions is out, no deduction. Bold Mac is out, $0.08 cents a win and $0.09 cents a place. Al Mahaha at $34. Contributing factor is out, $0.03 cents a win and $0.01 cent the place of deduction there. Queen Bellissimo at $6.50. Cuban Royale, haven't seen him since he did win that race at Kembla, albeit a lot of people <laughs> still can't work out. He did uh, at $10. Show some decorum on the backup from last Saturday at $5.50. We've got two big Fari, 60 days off for it, and it's a $15 chance. Bergen at $61. So am I, is an $8.50 chance. With your blessing, favourite here at $3. Julian Rock at 10 Silent Agenda is out, two cents a win and one cent to place. Bazooka uh, is an $18 chance resuming. Capistel is out, runs tomorrow, zero deductions. Dalalat out, zero deductions. And Cosmic Minerva. He's out. I think it might be in at Gosford. Uh, five cents a win and six cents the place. Right. Now, most popular runner here with contributing factor being out. Not the busiest betting race of the day. Most popular runner becomes the favourite here with your blessing. Fractionally in front of So Am I, who's 9.50 into 8.50 this morning. Third pick would be show some decorum on the backup, and fourth pick is too big, Fari. Yeah, good speed again in the last. Uh, Bergen probably finds the fence and leads Queen Bellissima. I can imagine just settling outside Bergen. Major Archie and two big Fari and other horses who like to go forward. Tempo should be solid, so the favourite with your blessing should be able to slide across, maybe midfield at best with the cover. 
You big field, they should roll along. Uh, I'm going to stick with number eight here, eight to beat 12, nine and seven. I was with Shodison Decorum last week uh, when he ran a really good race behind Colino. He was six or seven weeks into that run and he just was a bit fresh. He wanted to sort of throw his head about, was a bit fresh in the run and over race. Um, but I thought he was very strong through the line and was taking ground off Colino past the finish. So a little bit extra trip looks like it'll suit. And they ran pretty fast time that day. Um, it sort of visually was a bit better. Well, the figures... The figures were a little bit better than what it looked visually from from that race. So I'm giving him another chance. That freshness will be out of him now, and I'll stick with eight. From 12, with your blessing, who's just racing so well this time round. No holes in his form. Got to be hard to beat again. Similar setup here. Uh, nine, too big far. He's very capable, fresh. He's off a little break and uh, very competitive at this sort of level in the past. And number seven, Cuban Royale, likewise, um, was a, a winner under similar conditions last time out and uh, with a little break between runs can certainly be in the finish. So eight to beat 12, nine and seven in the last. I thought Queen Bellissimo could give a great sight at each way odds here. She's improved with each of her three runs. This prep was a solid effort last start, running fourth in fast time, beaten about a length behind Barossa Rosa. She'll race on speed. She'll make her own luck. She gets conditions to suit here. The firmest track, which she likes, Zach Lloyd's claim at the odds. I think she's worth the gamble. 12 with your blessing, no knock. In top form, just needs a touch of luck early. If Nash can find some cover, he'll be attacking the line. Um, of the others, eight show some decorum. Anthony's tip and certainly does look hard to beat on that luckless run last start. And nine, two, Big Furry also found him in my numbers drawn to get the right run. Six, Queen, Bellissimo, each way in the last. Six, 12, eight and nine. Darren Flindell's with number 12 here with your blessing to beat eight show some decorum, nine, two, Big Fari, and six, Queen Bellissimo, 12, eight, nine and six for Darren in the last. Ray Thomas, your best and value for New Year's Eve racing, please. Yeah, I think Kiramo and David Eustace could have a pretty big day and went the better bet on the day for mine. Race three, number two, Garza Blanca does look the winner. And in the last, I like Queen Bellissimo each way. Good on you, Ray. We will do it again uh, next Saturday morning, I believe. Good man. Thank you. Thanks so much, Rich. There's Ray Thomas. He'll be back again next weekend. Um, uh, Anthony, your best and value there for Ramwick today, please. Race three, number two, Garza Blanca is the best, and the value is race four, horse number nine, Wave Rider Boy. Before you go, Anthony, I know that um, I know for a fact that a lot, of, a lot of our listeners have enjoyed listening to you and the way you've broken down the form and the way you go about it, and we uh, we really. Uh, yeah, it's been, been good fun having you having you doing the Sydney form for uh, the last week or two. So we do appreciate it, and hopefully it's not the last time. Uh, thanks, Richard. It's been great, and I'm really appreciative of the opportunity. Okay, have good you, man. Have there you we go. Maria for Monday yet? <laughs> not yet. I'll get to it tomorrow. Well, very, very, very toey to find out when the markets were going up. <laughs> oh, we had one that was perhaps running, but she's not going to run now, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. W- were you being Patriot Bloodstock? You deserve congratulations for Patriot Bloodstock as well. Um, you, you put up the, the return figures. Now, there's not a lot of syndication companies are willing to, you know, they, they're quite willing to tell everyone we've got one available and everything like that. But you've had a magnificent start to this business that you, you, you've decided to, to go into, Anthony. Yeah, it's been great. Couldn't have asked for a better sort of 12 months. We don't spend a lot of money on our horses, Glenn. Uh, if we spend more than 20000 on one, I can't sleep at night. Um, 
yeah, so we don't spend a lot of money on, on horses and, and just yeah, try to place them well and, and put them in the right grade. And you can you can spend eighty hundred thousand on on a trot horse, or you can spend fifteen or twenty, and you'll end up running in the same races. Okay, good on you, mate. Have, have a good day today. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Okay. okay, we might sign off on things here, Munns. Four minutes past nine. Uh, Glenn Munns will be back with the Melbourne Form Talk shortly. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter standing by. A break on Racing HQ Saturday. And, yeah, all the Mooney Valley form and winners on the other side. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Since 2018, 36 Group 1 winners could have been bought for $100,000 or less at an English sale. That's 44% more than the nearest Australian auction house. Where will you be in 2023? Classic catalogue available now at English.com.au. Lalo, what's in the box? That's a new 75-inch TV, Mum. No, that box. That's an espresso coffee machine. No, not that one. Mum, there are so many boxes. It's our biggest Bingley Boxing Day sale ever. Boxing, get it? No. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide, from kitchen and laundry, TVs and tech, health and fitness. Yes, it's really big, but what's in the box you're holding? That's my lunch. That's really big too. The Bingley Boxing Day sale, on now. Bingley, better living every day. Light it up this new year. Enjoy Twilight Racing, live bands, pop-up food markets and bars, plus kids' entertainment. Entry is free. Kia Night Racing, January 1, Canterbury Park. Find out more at theracers.com.au. Can't wait to get on the course? Before you do, get into Drummond Golf for our biggest ever Boxing Day sale. With huge savings like a Triumph Voyager Plus Black Buggy, just 198 Pick up a Callaway Maverick Driver for just 459 12-pack of TaylorMade V3 Balls, just 19.95. Get a minimum 20% off all apparel. And there are more savings in-store and online. So don't miss our biggest ever Boxing Day sale. On now at Drummond Golf. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaturahandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. If you're taking your favourite girl out tonight to a friend's celebration, don't forget the Windy Peak. A very acceptable wine at a most affordable price. Everyone's favourite, Windy Peak Wine by De Bortoli. Here's the traffic. Wake up to sleep at the 40 Winks Boxing Day Sale. Save up to 50% store-wide, plus an extra 10% off already reduced prices. Hurry ends today. 40 Winks, serious about sleep. Carl Expressway closed both directions. Macquarie Street in the city closed north of Bridge Street with roads in the Royal Botanic Gardens and the Domain also closed. More roads will close throughout the day in the Sydney CBD and near Harbourside Vantage Points. Looking to upgrade to the latest phone? Get huge deals on select phones at Optus with month-to-month SIM plans. Head into an Optus store or shop online today. Great value starts with yes. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sport Radio. Interstate Form Preview, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. 
Eight minutes past nine on a Saturday morning. Half losing track of days at this time of year. They sort of all merge into one. A bit of a holiday period. Holiday period means a stack of racing, and that's the case around Victoria today and tomorrow. Let's focus on the Valley. Nine races at uh, at the Valley today. Decent-looking program. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter, the guys are ready to rock and roll and try and find us a few winners leading into the new year. Dean Lester, good morning to you, and a very happy new year to go with it. Almost. <laughs> Almost, and to you too, Richard. Uh, looking forward to day at the Valley, Flemington tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, plenty of racing ahead and uh, and uh, New Year's overnight. Lots to look forward to. Mark Hunter's uh, joining us as always. Mark, good morning to you. Good four rail at two metres for a nine-race program at the Valley. Morning, Richard. Yeah, good day. The track raced well. Uh, the last meeting rail too. The track raced really well, so it should do the same today. Let's dive in, shall we? Nine races to be decided at the Valley. And first race of the day, we had the two-year-olds and uh, 25 minutes to one for a 1,000-metre two-year-old contest. Munns, welcome back. Numbers three, five and six coming out of the first on the day. Leaves a field of five babies in race one. Yes, morning, boys. Uh, let's rip into the first here where Croatian Bell is our favourite at $2.60. We've got Corniche is a $7.50 chance. Delib is not there. Manzir, well, it wins the contest as the best-named runner all day because it's out of a mare called Double D uh, for the Seinfeld fans and uh, Kramer there with the Manzir, and it's a $2.70 chance. Bolsheviks is out. Clandoro is out. Extremely Wicked at $3.50, and Legacy Rose is a $34 chance. Uh, most popular runner here with uh, over half the investment on the race is Croatian Bell. Uh, more than double the investment on Manzia and third pick is Corniche. What do we make of these two-year-olds, Dean? I'm going to tip the well-named Manzia who uh, has trolled up nicely, been well-educated. Three jump-outs, looks to go well. And uh, first up for Mark Zara to beat uh, one Croatian Bell with the race experience on her side. Uh, she was good winning on debut. Looks a, a nice enough type. Uh, seven, extremely wicked. She's had the four jump outs uh, and looks to go well. That uh, seemed to ride her with a balance up and hit the line and should be strong at the 1,000 metres. And two, Corniche, whose first jump out I thought was really good at Flemington. And then most recently in the same jump out as Manzi, it didn't impress quite as much, but uh, respect the stable, especially with their babies. But uh, on with Manzi for Nick Ryan, 4172. Yeah, three decent chances. I've just gone with the race experience here, number one, Croatian Bell, who bit tardy away on debut, then got into a spot and from there just bolted in uh, to beat number seven, Extremely Wicked, who's trialling well and running time, looks to go nicely. For Manzi, just worried... Drawn two, Legacy Rose, you think, would lead in one. So I hope doesn't get caught behind it. And then next best, number two, Corniche, who couldn't win off its last jump out, but is next best. One, seven, four, then two. Of course, uh, Kramer designing the man's ear for Frank Costanza. Uh, let's go on to race number two, Munns, and we have the, the Raymond Martin handicap here at Benchmark 84. We're going over the 1,200 metres. Tabs number five, seven and ten come out of race two at the Valley. Yeah, good to see Ray getting involved in racing. He was very good on the television, started the ABC, of course, then was on Channel 9. Uh, we've got Ocean Beyond here at $26. Par Malatru at $26. Crestani is a $12 chance. Just a Dreamer at $16. Rainbiel is out. Exeter, an $18 pop. Sandy Prince, not there. Vermentino, our favourite, at $1.40. 
Dance to Dubai at $4.40 and Evening Glory is not there. Uh, well, the fresh market that went up this morning with the scratchings, it's uh, Vermentino slightly ahead of Dance to Dubai. If you look back to the old market that went up on Wednesday, uh, Vermentino went up as much as 165 there. Um, and was easily the best supported runner. But uh, they say there's only two possibles here. What do you say, Mark? No argument here, Richard. I think there are two possibles. I don't think there's much between them. I'll, I'll tip number eight, Vermentino, whose last two wins have been on the lakeside, which is very flattering if you get in the right spot, which this horse has done both times. I'm hoping Dance to Dubai leads and makes Vermentino maybe sit outside it and have to pass it. I think then we'll have a race on our hands. But I'll tip Vermentino to just win. Uh, nine dance to Dubai was terrific up the straight. It was strong through the line. If it can hold the front here with 52, it'll take plenty of passing. Take your pick after that. Number three, Cristani, who's going okay without raving, and four, Jester Dreamer, who'll get back and run on, but probably need further. So not much between the two, eight from nine, then three and four. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree, although I think Vermentino, uh, he's a fairly progressive horse, uh, can do a bit wrong either pre-race. He plays up in the mounting yard. He, uh, even at his last start, he was, didn't want to go on the track and they got him to the barriers. He got to the front, looked like he was going to win easily, shied a little bit at uh, the Seagulls. He's still got a lot to learn, but uh, the raw talent's there. Dance to Dubai, I thought was a very good run at Flemington, uh, close up uh, behind Invincible Caviar. That form is solid. Crestani, he's just in a little bit of no man's land with his benchmark rating when he gets down in an open handicap down in the waist, he's just not good enough to win. And uh, when he runs in his right benchmark like this, he's probably just got too much weight because he's only a little fella. But uh, he's been back to the trials. He's trialled well. And uh, Pa Malutro, who I thought has trialled up really nicely, we only saw him that one occasion in the uh, latter part of winter and he bled. But uh, two recent jump-outs have been good and suggest probably... They've, uh, they're now treating him for that problem and he's, uh, he's going very nicely. Eight, nine, three and two. On to race three we go now at the Valley. The All-Star Mile on sale now, Handicap. I think a few horses being talked about and being booked in for the All-Star Mile already, but Munns, this race, the third race, the stayers get their chance. They benchmark 70 at the 3,000 metres. Yes, so we've got Toyetic here, who is a $12 chance. Platinum Spirit at $7. Minor Legacy is our favourite at $3.70. Eaton at $6. Lofty Star at $17. Accountability at $17. Guns are blazing is out. Look sharpish at $4.40. Monreal, Matty Smith, uh, unusual to distance races uh, go around without him having a runner at $26. Dardepied at $71. Retrospection at $26. Dubai Moon not there. Heartland Raider at $41. Handfuls not there. And Dr. Colin, good morning to the doctor, uh, is a $51 chance. Well, they haven't beaten the doors down to play here. But Minor Legacy is the uh, the most popular runner. Is a third of the investment on the race here. Uh, did go up as much as five dollars. Did get into as short as three sixty and out to three seventy this morning. Has more than double the investment on the second pick, which is Accountability, and third pick would be Look Sharpish. Stayers here, Dean. Who are you with? Uh, Richard, I'm with uh, Minor Legacy, who's going really well. Uh, all. Five runs this time in, even the last prep uh, was placed at, at his last four before a break. He's a very consistent horse, which 
isn't often the norm in these 3,000 metre races, so I'm going with him to beat. Eight looks sharpish, chased honestly last start, gets the claim, can run well. Uh, Eaton, he took a while to warm up, uh, the 10-year-old, but uh, he hit form last start and it was a pretty comprehensive win. Just has to get across early from the wide draw. And Platinum Spirit, just over, just raced that little bit keenly last start and Adaldi's finished. Now, whether he just didn't stay the 3,000 either, we'll find out today. He gets the Norton bit on to hoping to get him to relax to run the trip. But uh, no, I'm just going with the consistent minor legacy, 3842. Going with the uh, Aaron Purcell Quinella here. I'll tip number three minor legacy as well, who never going to lose last time. It was a weaker race, but sat parked just behind them and came out and was far too good. Has to run the 3,000 metres, but that shouldn't be an issue to beat the stablemate number six accountability. Hasn't had much go right in recent times. Gets the blinkers on. I just hope they let it flop out the back and pick them off from the 800. I think it'll run well if that unfolds. Eight looks sharpish, who's grinding away okay in these races, and four eaten. Got a good chance, just has to find a spot early, not do too much work with that weight. Three, six, eight, and four. Race four at the Valley today will be a 2,040 metre contest in months, three year olds and upwards at benchmark 70 grade. Yes, and our first horse we get to here is Highland Jack, who's a $6.50 chance. J Rod 2 at $10. Matron Bullwinkle well, runs here with Scratch from Ramwick and is favourite at $2.40. Schultze at $21. Blazing Blushing Tycoon sorry at $11. Diplomac Jack at $13. Uniquely at $19. Fighting Arrow $11. Uh, Base or Bass is not there. Uh, Ancient Egypt at $13. And Regal Valor is an $8 chance. Well it is complete one way traffic here for Matron Bullwinkle. Went up $3.00 has actually been $2.30 out to $2.40 this morning, though, and it has over 10 times the amount of money on the second pick, which is Regal Valor, and third pick, which is Ancient Egypt, but they're a very long way away from this favourite. Bit of upside, Mark, about Matron Bullwinkle by the looks. There is. Look, I think this is an HOA specialty. Richard, number eight, Fighting Arrow. It's had three runs back from a spell. It's a handy stayer when it's right. The race just did not suit it two ago. Up the inside, wrong tempo, ran okay. Went to Werribee and should have won. Um, it's fitter. It looks like they'll run to the first turn. They usually get going, so a bit of speed. Sit back, pick them off, and I think Fighting Arrow will run you a terrific race here each way to beat number three, Matron Bullwinkle, who had its first go at the trip last time, and it ran well. It's got a great chance. Has got a wide gate. Doesn't want to get posted or do too much work. One Highland Jack. He's racing consistently without much luck, without winning, and seven uniquely, who won here last time, will get back and try and circle and then repeat that. But I think eight's not a bad horse. I think it'll run terrific each way. Eight, three, one, and seven. Uh, yeah, I'm going just the other way. I'm going with Matron Bullwinkle. Uh, she will have to maybe do a little bit of work to get across, but I'm hoping she can get outside the lead, dominate the race, and be hard to beat. She's very consistent. From eight, Fighting Arrow, who is working up to a win, Last two runs have been really solid. Uh, one, Highland Jack, just doesn't win out of turn, but uh, from barrier one, he'll do very little work, and this is a good grade for him. And Diplomat Jack uh, turned it around with a good win last start, and he does like the valley, and he might be next best. But, uh, yeah, I like the 3-8 Quinella, 3-8-1-6.
On to race five we go. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter, guiding us through the Valley of the Sun afternoon. Race five, uh, Munns. The benchmark 70 over the mile. This is the emergencies come out here. Tabs number 15 and 16. Field of 14 for race five. Yeah, wide here, $5 the field. Starting with Real Sensation at $6.50. Florida Dream is a $5 chance, and that makes it favourite in a wide betting race. We've got Star Spangled Baby at 11 uh, Three and fourpence at $6.50. You used to put that in the puddings, didn't you, at Christmas time? Threepence. Uh, Brenley's Trooper at $11. Definitely showing the age there. Uh, Supreme Belief at $8.50. High Done at 41 uh, Koi Hoy at $18. Storm's Colours at $21. Southern Native at $12. Unfair Dismissal at $26. Commodus at $10. Fear Gal $34. Desama at $23. And scratch the two emergencies there. Once again, quiet betting race here. Uh, Luke Oliver with the top two. Uh, Florida Dream, the most popular runner, albeit $444.85 since Wednesday. Uh, second pick would be its stablemate in real. Sensation, who's been 657-650. Third pick, Star Spangled Baby, and fourth pick is three and fourpence. Dean, who are you liking here? Uh, I'm not that keen on this race, Richard, uh, but I think Commodus is going very well. He's going to need a really good ride from Craig Newitt from the outside draw, but at $10, happy to, if you wanted to play the race, something small on him each way, perhaps, to beat the stable mates. One real sensation. Uh, who has raced well here at the Valley, dry track suits. Front pads first time is always a little concern. Two, Florida Dream. Did a good job to win last start and uh, just has to edge off the rail at the right time from barrier one. Gets the claim here and eight, and that is Quo Hoy, who's had the three runs in. Hasn't won for a little while, but this is a very suitable race class-wise. But uh, going with Commodus just at the odds uh, if he has a bit of luck. 12, 1, 2 and 8. I like the top two here. I'll go number two, Florida Dream, who lies at the valley. He's got the three kilo claim. Probably going to be three back inside, just needing luck at the right time. But if the brakes come, I think it will be very hard to hold out. To beat number one, Real Sensation, who gets dry ground. It's the best horse in the race. It'll be back. It'll be suited by the tempo. Just those front pads, a little worry. The third of the Luke Oliver runners, number six, Supreme Belief. It's got a chance. Just not sure it quite runs a strong 1,600 metres. And then three-star Spangled Baby, who was off its head at Flemington. Um, before that, its form was good. If it settles better, it's not without some hope. Two from one, then six and three. Get on to race number six here at the Valley. First leg of the quaddy is a benchmark 84 over the mile. Munge, we can take a number 10 to Kettle Hill. We'll see that horse in Sydney, a field of 11 for race six at the Valley. Yeah, we might get the boys' opinions of uh, Kettle Hill that's going around in Sydney today, if that's all right with them. Uh, we've got Night Passage here at $15. Zigfield at $31. Morrissey's at $12. Monhamek at $5.50. Verona at $23. Riot, and I'll go with Riot and Rose. It could be Riot and Rose A. Uh, $2.25 makes it favourite. Zoltan, $34. Beltoro at 9 Shakespeare's at 18 Kettle Hill's out. Rambler Rebel at 14 and Typhoon Harmony is a $10 chance. Well, Ride and Rose or Ride and Rose uh, is our best supported runner here. It is uh, just under half the investment on the race and uh, four, uh, no, actually five times as popular as Munhamek and third pick would be Rambler Rebel. 
Quite like to see what Verona can do here first up, Mark. But how are you seeing race six? Well, just need to run, Richard. Uh, Verona, I think, right and rose is the best of the day. It's had the two runs back from a spell. It was good on the wet first up in that good race at Ballarat. Went to Sandown. Uh, the trainer just said, this this run will top it off. It'll need this run. It ran well. It's fitter. It's ready to win. It's a weaker race. And I'd be surprised if it's not the winner here to beat. I think a standout for the multiples is number nine, Shakespeare. Shakespeare just flies fresh at the mile. It's had plenty of trials to get it ready. Got a perfect duck and dive rider, Mickey D. It'll be running on strongly. After that, maybe number four, Monomek, who is mixing distances, now jumps to the mile. That's a little query for mine. And one night passage who's better suited here and got the claim for Madison Lloyd. I think six wins, nine runs a place, six, nine, four and one. Uh, yes, uh, I agree. I think Wright and Rose is one of the good bets of the day. Uh, he just peaked on his run last time. E- even in saying that, he just had a lot to do. He was home the fifth best last 600, third best last 400 of the meeting, so he probably couldn't have gone a lot better anyway, given the structure of the race. Should get the right card into the race here and the one to beat from Night Passage, who comes out of a very fast race at Flemington and his Wodonga Cup win was good. I think he's in the mix. Uh, nine Shakespeare, as Mark said. I think he's a run on miler. He's often tried at 2,000, up to 2,400. And he peaks on his run, but at a mile, he's really strong. He's trialled up nicely. And eight Beltoro, maybe next best. But uh, he does look hard to beat right in rows. Six, one, nine, and eight. Race seven at the Rally of the Southern. An $80,000 contest here, Munns. A benchmark 64 at the 1,200 metres. Race seven. Yeah, elite icon not there, so Ice Pick Nick at $3.30. Kalashani Lad is a $26 chance. Diesel and Dust at 16 Turbo Ken at 14 Atomic Selfie, 31 Brazen Brando, 51 Broadside Armour, not there. Inju Time at 12 Zagusto at $21. Gunner Gunner at 14 Chester Warrior at 10 uh, Lon's Delight is not there. River Noir, our favourite at $2.70. The Haas, not there. And Sugar and Sweet is a $26 chance. Uh, Favourite best supported runner at this stage uh, did go up $4. Uh, the scratchings here, well, uh, Elite Icon was $5.50. Broadside Armour was $19. Lons Delighted was a $16 chance. So uh, it's been a firm every day. $4.350, $2.80, And uh, they're quite happy to take the $2.70 so far this morning. Second pick would be Ice Pick Nick. Uh, who was 3.30 earlier today, and they're a very long way ahead of Chester Warrior. Can you sort out race seven here, Dean? I think I can. Uh, I think Ice Picnic's the one to beat. Uh, he's only ever had the two dry track sprint runs, and uh, they've resulted in a win at Mooney Valley here at the 1,200. Beat a pretty handy field that day, and a fourth in the Vobus Gold Dash to Midwest, who dominated the race from the front that day. So... First look, he's got 62 kilos, then you look go to the bottom and it's a 57 minimum. So five over the limit, that's fair for a horse of his calibre in a benchmark 64. I think he's beautifully placed. Uh, first up run was good on ground that didn't suit him. To beat 12, Chester Warrior, too far back first up. Fitter gets Mark Zara. 14, River Noir. She's a handy filly, he's just got an awkward draw to overcome. And five, Turbo Ken with the blinkers going back on. But uh, Ken on two, two, 12, 14 and five. Yeah, same trifecta, same top pick. Number two, Ice Picnic, who uh, just didn't handle the ground first up, wasn't beaten far. Good scratching here of Elite Icons. Bit of pressure come out from inside it, so I think Ethan Brown can get forward. Control the race as it did a few starts ago at the Valley and win to beat number 14, River Noir. 
No max last time, but fought on well. Both runs have been good. Uh, 12 Chester Warrior, who probably got a bit far back first up, but gets a great run today. And maybe a place up to number 10, Zagusto, who's trial okay, gets the visors on here for the first time. 2, 14, 12 and 10. Race 8, the Valley might just about be the feature here. The Vobus Gold Carrot. There's, uh, these three-year-olds are racing for $175,000. And that's for the Vobus Gold Qualified Horses over the 1,200 metres here, Munns, for Race 8. Yeah, we start with Maximilius here at $23. Fission is out. Baldino at $5.50. Fasudo is at $3.90. Mount Naseko is out. Cuban Sunset is out. I'm a Superstar at $61. She Dances uh, $3.30 and that price makes it favourite. Hallelujah at $41. Cattell is at $4.80. Capital Express is out. Lil Wonder at 6 End of Winter at $81. And Miss Magnifico is a scratching. Uh, best supported runner here is She Dances. And as much as three ninety this morning uh, into three dollars and thirty cents uh, has doubled the investment on Fasuto. Now this morning, Fasuto has gone three fifty out to three ninety, and a long way away. Third pick is actually Maximius. Very interesting, uh, Mr. F. A. Sedgman in the ownership here, Dean. That's not certainly is the great Sedgman, is it? Certainly, certainly is. Uh, he celebrated his 95th birthday recently, Seji, wow. and uh, yeah, he uh, had a great day out at Flemington when she won, that's for sure. Okay, who are you with here, Mark, for race eight? She dances, Richard, I think she dances. Second up, I had a little query at 1,200. Now, it won. That was overly impressive. It got the job done, then went to Flemington, and I thought it was a lot stronger. I think it spears out from one. It holds out Little Wonder. 